Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome inside. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, in for Doug this afternoon. Our show normally heard nights here on Fox Sports Radio. But it was fun getting to come in today. 
Stretch our legs during the day. We got to go to Arby's before the we show did. today. We I did. was pretty Not excited about that. I mean, we celebrated the trade of Tanner Rorick. We did. From the other day, right? I, you know, Finds we've out. really, both of us have wanted Arby's since the Tanner Roark got traded while he was in an Arby's drive through We did a lot to try to get it delivered here to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios yesterday. And, you did and do failed. a lot. You called, I did. You called Dash Door and, and, and I was and calling up Hurry Up and all those places. Yeah, I mean, the guy down the corner, I said, what, what would it take for you to get in a car and find me some Arby's? <laughs> wow, that's, I, I, I. I I think, I think that, he thought I, think he I meant something the, else. No, I think he could have called the police on you there. I don't think I don't think that line landed the way you thought it would. No, land. that's just it. I think uh, yeah. there was a different interpretation. <laughs> and... What would it take to get you in a car? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on. Let hang me on, finish my on. sentence. And by Arby's, you mean what? <laughs> oh, oh, you actually mean Arby's? Oh, like, like beef a be- and cheddar? Like, yes. Yeah, oh, okay, very good. All right. And well. by sandwich? Yes. Good times. Yeah. So we got a lot of NFL to get to today. Got Robert Klemko coming your way in about a half hour from now to talk all the latest news in the NFL. Melvin Gordon's holdout, Ezekiel Elliott's holdout. But last night we had real live football. Congratulations, we made it to another NFL season. And boy, did we celebrate it! It was. We were Cadillacing like we just hit a 450 foot home run, man. Let me tell you, it is the sense of your first of the first NFL game of the year. What takeaways could there possibly be, especially when starters don't start? It's the extra game, but I kind of celebrate the NFL season, the beginning of it, the Hall of Fame game. Like my daughter likes to celebrate sports. Like you know, Zoe's a huge soccer fan. The LA Galaxy are her favorite team, mm-hmm. right? She loves to go to games, loves to watch them, loves to see them win, but isn't consumed with, boy, oh, they to lose this, they fall down in the standings, can they still win the MLS Cup, can they still, what about here? She's not because she just likes the fact that they're together, and they have Zlatan, and she gets to watch the games and go to the games and have fun. And if when the season ends, the season ends and something else happens. That's kind of how I feel about the beginning of the NFL season. It's like, we just can celebrate that it's back. And, no, that's right. And we, we had a long time to wait for last night. Well, but that's the problem, in the larger sense of how we lose sight of the moment that we're in. And you're looking at next, right? You could be at a concert. It could be the greatest concert you've ever been. What are they going to sing next? What's the next song? What's the next song? Yeah, forget that three-minute solo. Get to the next song. What do you got? Or the, the next trip, the next day off, whatever. Like, no, enjoy the one that you're on, the next meal. You're eating lunch but talking about what you're having for dinner. Here, we we watched a lot of bad baseball. I got I had to even watch your Mets sweep my White Sox. Hey, that was good baseball from one team's perspective. No, not good me, baseball from your for perspective. Me, that was lining up. It was worse. Than, I mean, that was a double doink to the uh, nether regions. Yeah, well, the Mets are the hottest team in baseball. I mean, I'm sorry, but they are. Caught them so at, that, well, that's how that it is. Schedule you caught the Mets at the right wrong now. time. Well, starting <laughs> pitching, everybody was showing out thinking they were going to be traded. Look at me. I can, I'm peacocking. I can be an ace. And they took advantage of a bad White Sox lineup. Wait a minute. They scored two or fewer runs, I think all but one or two games since the All-Star break. Well, because you have the best rotation in baseball now you're playing against. It's, it was a tough It was a tough go for you're you. You're taking them over Houston? Yeah. Sure I am. Sure. I don't have a lot right now. So well, I'm going to take that. but that's that. just it. I'm going to enjoy this I mean, ride however long Khalil it lasts. coming back, yeah. and you have the hope and promise of Sam Darnold yeah. and his hair. It's exciting. It's exciting. This may be as good as it gets for me in a sports year. With with the Jets signing Ryan Khalil, the Mets on this big win streak, Syracuse has not played or lost a game in a while. Well, I mean, I'm feeling ranked, pretty good. Yeah. Right? They're ranked in ranked the Ranked for pre-season. the first time since 1998. I'm ranked in the preseason, my beloved Northwestern Wildcats. And last night we had the first of 65 preseason games. All right, give me your line. And about all the preseason games and all 256 NFL games, 
What do you do? I get excited face, what and do do? I celebrate every one exactly. of them. You know what? I, I don't know if you had this with Zoe. We certainly had it with Madeline. Mm-hmm. Whenever there was an announcement that something she liked was either being made for dinner or we were going to sit down and watch a movie, there would be this clenched fist thing and this grin, and she just starts shaking like her head was going to explode <laughs> like it was on scanners. There's a couple of memes and, and gifts that make the rounds, but that's it. Getting back to football, for a lot of people, that's it. And if you bet... It was the first opportunity to make some money. <laughs> you bet. You are so desperate if you're betting on that game. Unless you're, you know, wait. I could see if you bet the over under on the game last night, thinking, okay, this is what I'm seeing, hearing from these teams, what they're going to try to do, what they're going to try to accomplish. Yeah, I'll go over under. But you're trying to bet winning and losing. You take the under, on. and Come then on. the Broncos cover. You got to. You got to check yourself into whatever the home for degenerate gamblers, whatever it is. You got to check winning. yourself into there. Maybe maybe you were just on the right side of things. I bet the Hall of Fame game. You're so stupid, but I won. Okay, great. What's next? You got another sure winner for me? 64 more preseason what, games. What's your next solid Friday banger coming my way so I can double my money? You say that like it's wrong. <laughs> when you had that. And Dan Quinn now 0-9 against the spread yeah, in Dan. preseason games. So, you know, that that's no longer a trend. Wow. That's a guy that's not coaching you know, Let me just tell you, that, that home for degenerate gamblers, I think you might want to take a tour. You think I was getting uh, a little bit twitchy there? A little bit there. there, yeah. A little bit, a little bit too much? <laughs> bet. Get my Fred Flintstone on her here early on a Friday afternoon. Bet, 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 bet. But there were big takeaways from the game last night, which was won by the Broncos 14-10, and many of the stars didn't play at all. The first one is that Joe Flacco's job will be safe for a little while as Drew Locke came in and you know had a couple of nice plays, but you know looked like a guy that is really behind and needs to take the a long time to catch up to the speed of the National Football League. So. I know Drew Locke was, oh, he could be the guy. Well, we got Flacco for how... No, this is going to be Joe Flacco's job all season long and maybe another year after that. So that's the one thing, because obviously Drew Locke, as you saw last night, wasn't that great. 7 of 11, 34 yards. This is going to give us an opportunity for Joe Flacco to be a lead again. Oh, or at least to have that conversation. Make Joe Flacco a lead again. he is going to have a good season. Look, he's going to get 10 more yards on the ball he's throwing in Denver because of the the air. It's going to be exactly what happened to Peyton Manning, and he's going to extend his career there. Trust me, pretty soon everybody's going to say, oh, the end of the year, when you get to your mid-30s and you're a quarterback, try to go to Denver because you get more distance on that ball you get a little more zip and that's why that's one of the reasons why Peyton Manning went there that people don't talk about Joe Flacco's there you're going to see it too and Flacco could always sling it but it's going to be even more impressive because he's going to get that in the home games well and that's the beauty of it is Flacco's arm was already still strong so if you can get someone to run underneath it now Noah Fant I sent and and FedExed a shipment of stickum Oh, okay, good. He needs that. Because he's going to need yeah. that after that drop. I mean, he, he must have gotten it uh, worked over by the coaches and his teammates after that early drop. You've seen the highlight. I'll find it online. Tweet it out at Swollen Dome, at How About a Fresca. But yes, uh, J- Drew Locke's going to have plenty of time to get acclimated because he got some injured parts coming back, too, that they're, they're not going to rush him out there. It's a long rebuild. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb. But the other... Takeaway from this game is something that we're going to talk about a lot all season long. The first reviewable pass interference play came and went last night, coming off the NFC Championship game, the Nickel Roby Coleman play that helped vaunt the Rams of the Super Bowl and vault the Saints into a period of complaining that's going to go basically forever. The NFL decided we're going to make pass interference a reviewable call. 
Here was the first time it came up last night when Vic Fangio decided I'm going to throw out not a challenge flag but a kidney stone from my belly to challenge this pass interference. And right off the bat, the new rule comes into effect. So Terry McCauley, away you go. What do you see? Well, Al, let's start right with the process. What they're looking at in replay is there clear and obvious video evidence that the defender did not significantly hinder the receiver. Those are the key words, clear and obvious, significantly hinder. That's the standard replay is going to use to decide whether to reverse this. Now we apply it on this play. The defender sticks his arm out into the chest and, and appears to restrict the receiver. I don't believe there's going to be enough to reverse this. It's certainly not to me clear and obvious that he did not significantly hinder, which is the standard. Al River on the head of officials is here tonight. Short and look after for reviewing Anderson. the play, the ruling on the field of pass interference stands. Denver's charged with its first timeout. NBC on the call there. So as you heard, a very succinct explanation of the pass interference rule. And this was a good one to have as the first one because... 75% of the pass interference rules that are going to be uh, uh, calls that are going to be challenged are going to be pretty easy to figure out. Okay, you see him, he hooked his arm here, he tripped him here, there was no contact. Whatever you're going to be able to see, 75% of it, you're going to say, okay, this was or this wasn't pass interference. But the tough ones are going to be like this one last night, which was, did the defensive back impede the path of the wide receiver to the football? Was it holding? Was it pass interference? Many pundits and experts don't lie. Oh, it's going to be another way to slow the game down. But these are big plays. You're talking about 40-yard changes of field position. And sometimes these are entire games. It's important to get this right. But that's going to be the tough one is when you have to make a judgment call by did the DB have his hand on his shoulder? Was he holding them back? Or was this just they were jostling? Did the wide receiver slow up to try to draw the flag because he knew the ball was uh, over his head? He wasn't going to be able to get it. He couldn't track the ball, didn't know where it was. Which is it going to be? That's going to be the tough one. Did he impede the progress? Could the wide receiver have gotten to the football if he wasn't didn't have the hand on him by the defensive back? Yeah, as they throw it out, the words that, that we'll hear over and over again, significantly hindered. Did, did these significantly hinder the route? And that's the first one, right? We got 65 preseason game. We better see 64 more challenge flags, at least. Why? You want to get as big a database of how they're going to interpret this and how they're going to look at it as you can to try to figure out where the gray areas are. Or just give Belichick 64 challenges. Just well, give him 64 flags. And he'll just keep throwing them. Keep throwing, throwing out, throwing out. But you got to do it. You have to say, okay, how is this going to be called? What can I expect? I don't want to walk into week one going, well, we haven't had a Well, oh, now we got to challenge. Well, do I challenge? Do I throw the flag here? What's it going to be? Was this a penalty that I can challenge that, that we think is going to go our way? All right, I, I guess I'll challenge it because for. You, you need to know a little bit more of where this penalty is going. And, and, and I agree. I think you're going to see a lot. Of, you should see a lot of it because this is what one of the main things that coaches need to know. Look, when we had the uh, replay rule in Major League Baseball come in and it was brand new. What did we see in spring training? You saw managers try all kinds of crazy stuff. Joe Madden, I remember, would 
teach his team to listen when the when the play is over on the third out of the inning if there's a play and you know a guy around second and we get the guy out at first it's a close play throw and tag the guy out who's off second base and just kind of standing around because that way even if it doesn't go if it goes against us we tag the guy out here and so that's the third out of the inning like you know don't stop playing after the third out because something might happen and we could get a challenge and it took a while and now we've hit we settled into a pretty good routine of what's challengeable and what what a manager's challenge what they don't what they can challenge for but you want to speed that process up so I, yeah we should see a lot of this over the entire course of the preseason yeah when we talk about the the nervousness that people represent and people have really talked about related to this in terms of slowing down the game whatever the only thing that i, I think is the potential worrisome factor here is that we already see so many errors in game management that you're going to throw the penalty and find yourself on the wrong side of it. It's like, oh, no, it wasn't a holding. Now it's bad. Like, you're trying to argue it's not holding. Like, no, now it's passive. Oh, no, no, no. That's moving ahead 50 more yards. No! So we'll have a few of those where someone's going to get burned. So the game management side of it is going to be curious. But, look, if you have it at your disposal during the preseason, especially in the first games where you don't have a lot of your starters and regulars playing, it's time to get as much of a learning system in place of how the referees are going to look at this, how they're going to review it, and certainly to see that we keep the consistency of these terms significantly hindered. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, significantly hindered invoice. True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb. This is Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. We got more NBA uh, more NFL on the way in about 15 minutes, but coming up next, the big NBA story of the day. Carmelo Anthony goes nuclear about wanting back in the NBA plus we got an August 2nd Woj bomb coming your way. What? That's next on Fox. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon from the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Heard nights here on Fox Sports Radio. In for Doug. Happy Friday. Got Robert Klemko coming your way in a few minutes to talk all the latest news in the National Football League. But we got a Woj bomb. We got a Woj bomb middle of the day on a Friday on August 2nd. Is it FIBA related? It is not. Oh, come on. You couldn't keep up with that. You couldn't keep up with Even Woj has to just say to hell with this. I'm, He's not, in, uh, you know what, just, I'm not losing my life for FIBA. Let me know when the games start who's on the roster. I mean, nobody wants to be there. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be all the Knicks draft picks at some point are going to be the players on this team. Well, that, that in the That's Celtics. probably right. That's like, Might end up back in the college ranks. <laughs> hey, Patrick Ewing, can you uh, come play? I haven't played in 25 yet. Yeah, but everybody's out. No one wants to come play. Well, I this. mean, we're doing a lot of retro, right? I mean, the Lion King, we went from the animated to this computer-generated one from Favreau. It's been 25 years. Seems like we could have a, a dream team reunion. Yeah, and they may have to get to that. Got a lot of guys just kind of hanging It'd out, the, either on Twitter or... Be the dream team in Donovan Mitchell. That will be the uh, FIBA team. It's his time to shine. Cup. You want to talk about a guy who's trying to make make his uh, bones and become a hero, it is Spider Mitchell. So, here's the Woj bomb. Coming in a few minutes ago from Agent Wojnarowski, ESPN NBA Insider. The Christmas Day games have been set for the 2019-2020 NBA season. The games will be... Celtics at the Raptors. Okay. Going to get a look at Kemba Walker on Christmas Day. Everybody's going to get to see the Raptors without Kawhi Leonard and see where, where that's been after the first month and a half of the season. Pelicans at the Nuggets. Going to get Zion Williamson, Nikola Jokic. Denver's a rising team in the West. And the main event, which will probably be the 330 game or Go the 630 rounds. game, the Clippers... And the Lakers, of course, from Staples Center. Two teams favored to make it to the NBA Finals in the West are going to go at it. And this is going to be a phenomenal Christmas Day slate. Because it's going to be what it should be. You start out with the game that, ah, what what game means the least? People are opening presents. We're getting dinner ready. And then, okay, now we stop to watch the Clippers and the Lakers. Don't we normally get five? Where are those other two games for gambling purposes on Christmas Day? Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't get the you can't get the Knicks on. I think we could leave them alone. 
There's other teams that we but can I th- mock. No, but I think you're going to get uh, the Sixers and the Bucks are also going to be on Christmas Day, but All right. that's not been confirmed. And the Rockets and the Warriors, those look like those are going to be the other games, but these are going to be the, most likely, these are the nationally televised games in the, in the, in the these windows. These are the ones that we've yeah. locked in. This yeah, is what we're going to get. Clippers, Lakers, it's one of those, I guess, since everybody talks about Christmas Day being the jump-off for the NBA season. Mm-hmm. Might as well just get it started with a couple of heavyweights getting after it. And part of me was wondering if they'd split them up just because you knew you'd have two windows where people would really lock in and watch. Yeah, but look at it this way. With the Clippers and the Lakers, the way the NBA is now, you get we're going to get to see these teams all the time. Yes, they play on the West Coast. And that is going to be a little bit more difficult uh, for the spotlight now with LeBron on the West Coast for a second season. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George now on the West Coast. But you're going to be able to see these teams for a long time. You're going to see them for a month and a half. And now you get to see something a little bit special. It's Christmas Day. It should be a little more special. And, you know, Christmas Day is supposed to be the day you get a big present for your mom and dad, not a pack of baseball cards your dad brought home for you from work. When, hey, I bought these for Hey, that's a nice thing, but it needs to be a little bit more special on Christmas. What's wrong with a pack of baseball cards? No, but that's like, depending- an every, that's like an everyday no, thing. No, that's no. just something you do nice for your kid. No, because depending on what kind of baseball cards you're buying, I mean, we're talking, you could have a $1,000 pack that you're bringing home for okay, your but, kid but, on Christmas. Right, but you don't know. It's just a pack. I'm not going to say, could be $1,000, could be a bunch no, no, of no, commons. No, it might have cost you 1000 bucks to buy it, is what I'm saying. Oh, well. That's uh, the way packs are now. It's You're not just necessarily going and getting your stick of gum and a $2 pack of tops no, no no those days are gone I, I was i was just making a reference because i know that's what that's what you know my dad and my grandfather did for me when i was a kid was to give me a pack of baseball that cards, wasn't a bad but day. not on christmas day they, I got because christmas day is more special oh here's two packs of cards now go to sleep here's a whole box we're not getting up at 5 30 in the morning here's two packs of cards yeah but the gum is is look it ruined this one card it's a strawberry rookie and it already got all the gum residue on it sorry just take it see that's when you needed to find a nice little cloth and you were able to get most of that wax or the gum residue off with no problem. I can't believe that you don't think Christmas Day should be special. Of course I, it's I special. No, you just said, oh, give somebody a pack of baseball cards. For, that's it. That's I'm all just you saying, need. if the kid Something likes... Something small. If the kid likes baseball cards, what the hell else does he need? Here you go. Here. Here's a vaping e-vape cigarette I got at the liquor store wait, for wait, $5. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. You're equating baseball cards to the vape? What? Ben, come on now. Well, I'm just saying, this is this is what you're, this is is what where you're putting Christmas as a holday, Grinch. I'm not, not at all. It's, you're putting it right there. Just you're saying, putting it down maybe low. Maybe that pack of baseball cards brings that kid great joy. Hey, let me get that... Uh, I'll get that Slim Jim. What is that? 49 cents? Yeah, great. Give me that. It's a nice bonus on top of the pack of cards. <laughs> you can read stats nice while bonus. eating a Slim Jim. Not a sponsor. <laughs> here you go. There's a snappy new pack of matches right here for you as well. All right. Hey, congratulations. Ha- Merry Christmas, son. Many happy returns. Wow. You said that like it's wrong. Your house at Christmas must just be terrible. Oh, no. It must be awful. <laughs> I can't believe Here, I got some stuff in my pocket. Anything you put in your pocket and give to your kid for Christmas, it's not a good Christmas. That's a that's another bad take. No, by no, you. no. You've got to have size. Because, size at Christmas. Size at Christmas. Look, I know size matters, but look, there there could be some great gifts. I mean, and we're in a day and age where most kids are happy to just take the cash or a gift card and go find what they want for themselves. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh boy! I'll tell, tell me, you, I'm wrong. You need, you need, you know what? You need to see the spirit of Christmas. You need to see something. I am the spirit. You are, of you Christmas. are definitely not the spirit of Christmas. Twitter I'll and how about Noel over here? Twitter and how about a fresco? Mike at Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb. We got all the latest news from the National Football League. Reaction to the pass interference play from last night. The latest on the holdouts from Melvin Gordon and Ezekiel Elliott. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, three p.m. Pacific. Training camps open all across the National Football League, but these guys are in midseason form. Let's send it back to Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Thanks a bunch, Ralph. With us now on the hotline, senior NFL writer and insider at Sports Illustrated, Robert Klemko. Robert, welcome in. How's it going, man? Well, how are you guys? Good. Hey, obviously we spent a lot of time top of the show talking about the game last night. You know, obviously 14-10. We didn't see a lot of starters play, but we did get to see the very first Pass interference challenge play. Vic Fangio decides to challenge a pass interference call. It was upheld on the field. I'm glad we got to see this in the first game. What, what did you take away from that sense of how it went, what it was looked at from beginning to end? You know, I thought it was great. I mean, I uh, rarely, I think, does the NFL take decisive action uh, when you have a big controversy like that because they don't want to be seen as reactionary. And sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad. But I think that this is one of the best rule changes or rule addition processes um, that have happened in the the last 10 years, certainly as long as I've been covering the league. I mean, those are the most frustrating calls. And it's just unfortunate that it took something like what happened in the Saints-Rams game to bring this about. So, Robert, as we we go from that game and we glean what we can, it's one of 65 that we'll get to watch. Uh, I've been making the argument that now for every coach, it's imperative to get as much tape on this and how the officials are going to draw and look at these penalties uh, as best they can. So uh, a flurry of flags laying out at the feet of officials. I think you should see one in every game, at least. I mean, it would be silly for a coach to not try it, especially when there's not – great consequences, um, you know, and it's not a regular season game, just to see what the standards are. Because if you have a large enough sample size, and of course every film staff in the NFL will be taking all of these plays that are challenged and creating a cut-up for their coaches and their head coaches, their coordinators, on what's going to happen and how consistent or not consistent it's being implemented. I think you'll hear by the end of the preseason uh, coaches either saying that we have a good handle on how this is going um, to be implemented, or they'll say it was pretty inconsistent across the entire league. And then, in that case, the NFL will have another problem on their hands. Uh, Robert, to get away from the game last night, we're still spending a lot of time talking about the holdouts of Ezekiel Elliott and Melvin Gordon. Uh, let's tackle Elliott first. Jerry Jones says yesterday when he's asked, are you worried about getting a deal done for Ezekiel Elliott? His response was, when have I ever not gotten it done? How, how is this going <laughs> to wind up ending for Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys? Well, I think he's got an enormous amount of leverage here, and you might not say that just looking at the contract situation because he does have two years left on the deal. Um, but this is the only offense in the NFL that relies this much on a running back. They don't have stud receivers. They've got one good receiver. They don't have a stud tight end. They don't have a stud quarterback who can carry an offense all by himself. Um, Everything is based on play action in that offense. Oh, I think he hit a button on his phone. He did. I bet you he hit a button on his phone and it went to mute and he didn't he didn't realize it. That's what that sounded like. Because I hate to say this because you know our managers are listening, but anytime there's a big conference call that we have and they go, You're the fifth person to join the conference. Great, great, great. And then one of them starts talking, mute. 
<laughs> just like that, and, huh? Well, because if I'm sitting at home, I'm watching TV or oh, I'm doing something you don't else. Want to interrupt I don't your want them to. She wrote. Yeah. <laughs> I think Angela Lansbury knows who did it by now. By the way, and so how I'll did, put it how on did they have that many episodes where people are getting killed all over the damn place? Dangerous place. And she's Cabot never Cove. a suspect. Cabot Cove is dangerous. I don't know why you keep committing crimes around her. She solves every single crime. But you always have to do so. To give you a little Dilbert principle with that, okay, is that you know you do that. You always make sure that when someone says something, unmute and then ask a question to make it seem like you were paying attention. All right. So Robert, we Mike and I were, were talking. Did you accidentally hit mute? on your phone and, and didn't know you did it? No, I'm in oh. Detroit. I'm about to head over to practice, and I'm in a bad service spot. I apologize for that. Hey, listen, I vacation in Detroit. Any place you want to go eat, let me know. I'll tell you where to go. <laughs> yeah, I'll hit you up. Yeah, absolutely. If you like muskrat dinners, yeah! I can get you a muskrat dinner in the Downriver area for like nine ninety nine Fridays, especially because <laughs> Fridays is muskrat dinner days. I think I'd rather know where the best wings are. Okay. I'll see, but that's no fun. You can get wings anywhere. Where else can you get muskrat? All right. So you were talking about Ezekiel Elliott, how it's going to end, and the last we heard from you was that this is the only offense that features a running back like Ezekiel Elliott the way they do. Yeah, and so that's why I think he has such a better chance of getting an extension and getting the contract he wants, just because he knows the value to that offense. I mean, if they had a quarterback that was better than Dak Prescott, I don't think that he would have made this decision. So the other side of the coin, right, is obviously we look at the Cowboys and the the need, and you bring in Alfred Morris. But here in Los Angeles, we've got the Melvin Gordon situation, allegedly two to three million apart, asking for trades. Uh, it seems like the the leverage is non-existent on his his side of things. How quickly does he uh, find his new deal and get himself into camp? Yeah, you know, I don't know that he finds a new deal or, or um, trade him. I think that the Chargers are going to try to call his bluff here. He has a, a small amount of leverage just because of the window of Philip Rivers. And, and, you know, he's getting up there in age. His retirement is impending. And they could use a player like Melvin Gordon if they're going to make a Super Bowl run. Um, however, you know, he's not a top five back in the NFL like Ezekiel Elliott is. The offense doesn't revolve around him the way the Cowboys' offense does around Ezekiel Elliott. Um, so I think that the Chargers are probably comfortable in waiting this thing out. Robert Klemko, Sports Illustrated NFL Insider with us. Heading to from Detroit, where he's going to be today after he gets the best wings in Detroit. You're heading to Indianapolis Colts camp after this, right? Yeah, that's right. So Andrew Luck still not practicing. What are you hearing about his calf and the calf that everybody wants to know? Is it going to be ready enough for week one? Yeah, that guy can't catch a break, right? The one thing that the Colts are pretty good at doing is obscuring the truth about Andrew Luck's health. So I I think it's anyone's guess as to whether or not he's ready week one. I mean, nobody ever came out with a really good, accurate timeline for his shoulder injury. Um, So anybody that tells you they know Andrew Luck's playing week one is, is lying to you. Well, but he might have Brandon Marshall there, man. I mean, I, I, you got a guy that'll be willing to talk to everybody about everything. <laughs> Robert Klemko, thanks so much for stopping by. Uh, you want either City Wings or Sweetwater Tavern if you're going to Detroit, if you want wings. Those are your places to okay. go. You're the second person to say Sweetwater, so I'm going to check that out. All right, good. But I'm the first person to say Muskrat Dinner, right? No one else said Muskrat? <laughs> Yeah, very much so. All right, very good. All right. If you if you do want that, let me know. I can make sure they get it fresh. 
<laughs> Thank you. All right, you got it, man. Have fun. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Robert. <laughs> Leader in the clubhouse on the muskrat dinners. He was really stunned by the muskrat dinner. Really? Well, because it was, sounds made up. He was but it's really something surprised. If, for those that are, are new to our brand of insanity, uh, the muskrat dinner has been... Uh, a part of the fabric of our show in the evenings, and you do actually vacation in Detroit. I, I do. Think, no, I'm not lying about that. I think you threw I'm that tough. line in and left a lot of people confused. I'm Maybe from the they're streets. driving. Oh no, I vacation in Detroit. Yeah. I, 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 you, you can't. You don't want to fight with me because I vacation it. No, my wife's whole family is from the greater Detroit area. So whenever we go on vacation, at least once a year, we go to Detroit. We always go in the winter when it's cold and rainy and miserable. Still doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but okay. But one thing that some of the restaurants in Detroit have in the greater Downriver area, where my wife's family is from, which is right outside of Detroit, is muskrat dinners. And Friday night at this one place uh, is a pretty big restaurant, and they always their specialty was muskrat dinners. And I, I never wanted to have, but I always wanted to know if anybody has had a muskrat dinner from there. But every week, it's like, hey, Friday muskrat dinners, and it's a it's a big specialty. It's a delicacy, you would say, particularly popular during the Lenten season for Catholics out there. Is it really? Yeah, that's one of the. So in the Lenten season, you're okay with muskrat. Evidently, muskrat's okay. How did that not make the list of things? I just not meat, I guess. Muskrat, uh, muskrat, your muskrat's going to be on there. It's it's an exemption, <laughs> and, and someone wrote that in. Uh, producer Justin Frostberg, what do you got? Do you eat your muskrat dinner before or after you rap battle? Uh, oh, that's before. You're not gonna. You're not gonna go rap and then on a, on an empty stomach. So you show up to the shelter with a full belly. Yes. Oh yeah. Because then after you go to you you go to White Castle. Because I hope Papa Doc's not showing yeah, up. Uh, Papa Doc. Papa Doc. Well, I mean, you could probably rope a dope him with a couple of muskrat dinners on that you brought as takeout. Well, no, but that's the best part about Detroit is that they have White Castle like every. It's like Starbucks the rest of the United States. It's White Castle every other block. So that's where you go for your late night. That's a dangerous food. proposition. It's White Castle. Not, Again, not a sponsor. That's where you go. And no, it's not as dangerous. I mean, it's it. Uh, there are a few that have bulletproof windows. Well, I you wasn't know, so you talking can't, about. There your, are some of those. I was but, talking about the the gastronomy. I wasn't oh, talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Here, I'm eating a slider, and I got to oh. worry about. Well, someone. it's late night. You want to protect the employees from anything that you know. Just, you don't know. You're always going to pull up and try to get food late at night. Buy them by the sack. Tanner Roark tried to go to Arby's and got traded. I mean, fast food restaurants can Life be comes weird at places you fast, now. Man, very strange. You think he doubled up on how many beef and cheeses <laughs> he was eating. Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Always great stuff. Visit from Robert Klemko. Check him out on Twitter at Robert Klemko. Detroit Lions camp today, and then the Colts camp tomorrow. Coming up next, it is game time, and for our game today. LeBron James has been getting a lot of flack and trolling from former Pelicans GM, or from former Cavaliers GM, David Griffin, who now runs the Pelicans. So our game time will have to do with LeBron James, him being trolled, and how he's being defended. Trust me, you're going to want to hear it. It's right here. It's coming up next. Fox. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) 
Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Greetings, happy Friday. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon, our show heard nights here on Fox Sports Radio. In for Doug today. We'll have more on the reaction from last night's opening NFL game. Broncos beat the Falcons 14-10, to including... A story that I didn't think I'd ever tell, but I kind of have to tell it because it goes along with everything going on this weekend in the NFL since it is the Gold Jacket Ceremony Weekend. It also explains a lot about you. Uh, I don't know that it does. I, 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 I think, think I'm a victim. I, no, I think no. Frostberg and I have come to a conclusion that this really speaks volumes I'm, about I'm you. I'm completely a victim. Completely. You're playing the victim card? I, You're going all LeBron James I'm now? not playing... You know, the story's coming up. You can hear the story. Don't don't color people's opinion one way or the other. Let them decide for themselves. That's right. We coming already know that you hate Christmas. Found well, that out a half hour ago. Nobody said oh, that. I don't like Christmas. I don't give anybody presents that? for Christmas. I never said that. Yeah, yeah. You're, You're putting words in my mouth. Baseball cards, vaping e-cigs to your kids. I mean, that was insane. I don't remember gifting the vaping <laughs> but, at mechanisms, but hey. Uh, it's on the internet. People are tweeting that at you. That's all oh, I know. Oh, okay, good. Uh, but when you look at the clock right now, you see it is game time. Woohoo! And now it's the Magic Johnson Twitter game. 
In sports, a trade can make or break your team. It's no different when it comes to selling or trading in your car. You need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash offer not available in all areas. So with LeBron James being criticized by his former GM, David Griffin, the past couple of days, LeBron's will to win in Los Angeles is not great. And it was miserable working with him in Cleveland when they won. Magic Johnson has taken to Twitter to defend LeBron James. There is no more fun, vanilla tweeter in the world than Magic Johnson, who tweets the most obvious things and gets all kinds of likes and retweets. So, one thing we like to do on our show is play the Magic Johnson Twitter game. It's very easy to play. I give you a tweet, and you have to tell me if this is a Magic Johnson tweet or if it was made up by me. This game has been imitated. Stolen. But... This is the original. Playing myself, Mike Harmon, producer Justin Frostberg, update anchor Ralph Irvin. Are you guys ready to go? Oh, let's yeah. Let's go. All right, yep. here we go. It's hard getting to a championship in any league or level and harder to win the championship. Is that a Magic Johnson tweet in defense of LeBron James or was that made up by me? It's hard getting to a championship in any league or level, harder to win the championship. That's a bottle of imitation vanilla. You think that is a fake? I think it's tweet. a fake vanilla right. tweet. He's never the- had a short tweet like that in his life. It's normally at least a couple sentences. <laughs> I believe so. that was tweeted by How About a Fake Tweet? Fake news. <laughs> that is a Magic Johnson tweet. No. That is a ma- hard getting to a championship in any league or level and harder to win the championship. But you didn't know that. How hard it is to get to a championship. It's hard to get there. It's not easy. Well, you mean, didn't I, know that, did look, you? Look, I didn't say it wasn't obvious. I just thought it was too vanilla. I'm glad that's a full tweet. I'm glad to. Well, he had a couple other things on there with hashtags and stuff, but I, I gave you the tweet from what it was. Well, you gave us part of the tweet. I gave you. I gave you the tweet. What do you? How, what? What? what do you? Tweet. Tweet. Wait. Wait. What are you looking at? How do you know what I? What? What? Uh, the tweet because is. Because you what just is said there was more to it. No. More no. Hashtags no. How do I? Stuff. I did. Yeah, but if that's I give, how I know. But I give that really. You're not cheating on the other side. You're not looking at something. Not. You're nope. not looking at anything. No. I'm gonna have to have Ralph Irvin come stand over your shoulder. My computer's not even on. (laughs) That's not true. Players like LeBron James always have a drive to succeed. You can't be a champion if you don't possess that. Is that a Magic Johnson tweet or not? Players like LeBron James always have a drive to succeed. You can't be a champion if you don't have that. Well, because if he's tweeting about that, then, then it's a dopey tweet. Because at no point did David Griffin or anybody else say LeBron didn't want to succeed. I'm saying it's fake. Right. Succeed and proceed. It's real. That's a real. Okay. Ralph? Sounds fake to me. That is a fake Magic Johnson tweet. Yeah. I, I made Thank that you. one up. Now, that could have been a real tweet, but no, but I made that one up. Just That's one of the spins that's gone off of the David Griffin comments. Like Nobody said he didn't want to win. Just that it's not the same intensity and breakneck pace as that first one in Cleveland. That's it. It isn't fun playing with any great player if we don't win the championship. It takes a lot of hard work, pain, and suffering. Is that a Magic Johnson tweet? Would he use the terms pain and it suffering? It isn't fun playing tweet? with any great player if we don't win the championship. It takes a lot of hard work, pain, and suffering. Yeah, I don't think he'd be talking about pain and suffering. Mm, he's okay. all about positivity. All right, all right. I'm going to say it's real because he said we. Okay. He thinks he's still part of the okay. league. That's great. You know what? That's, that's Very a good nice. point. That is a good point, Frostberg. I right, like Ra- Justin's analysis. I'll say real. That is a real Magic Johnson tweet. You got sucked in by the pain and suffering, Mike Harmon.
Just normally, you got sucked in. he doesn't go down that road. No, man. you got it's sucked in. It's all about in. positivity. And uh-huh. Can you see the light? Not fun if you don't win. Winning takes teamwork and having a special bond with those around you. Trust me when I tell you LeBron knows all of this. Is that a Magic Johnson tweet or not a Magic Johnson tweet? Winning takes teamwork and having a special bond with those around you. Trust me when I tell you LeBron knows all of this. I'll say it's real, but I was really waiting for the last sentence to be, here I was after speaking to insert company X about teamwork. (laughs) I'm going to trust that you didn't make it up, so it's real. Ralph? I'm going to trust that if you say LeBron in any tweet, it's fake. Ooh, that is a made-up Magic Johnson oh, nicely tweet. nicely done. Well wow, done, Ralph. Wow, Ralph Irvin with a big kind of strategy there. All right, last one. Here's a curveball. Maybe Will Smith will be the next great Dodgers star. He hit a grand slam home run in the Dodgers' 8-2 victory over the Padres. Is that a Magic Johnson tweet? Do you really think he knows Will Smith got <laughs> called up? I think he thinks it's actually Will Smith, the rapper and actor. Summertime. Maybe Will Smith will be the next great Dodgers star. He had a grand slam home run in the Dodgers' 8-2 victory over the Padres. See, that second sentence really makes it a potential yeah. magic I mean, giving you As soon the, as he gives you yeah. the box score, yeah. that's really where it comes to. I'm still going to say no. And right. if you know Dodger baseball, he is already a star, so fake. <laughs> Ralph? Again, mention a player's name, it's fake. Oh, that is a fake Magic Johnson tweet. Very nice. Very nice, guys. Well done. Very nice. You guys were on it today. Very much on it. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb. Coming up next, more reaction to last night's first NFL game in a story. I didn't quite think I'd ever tell, but I'm going to do it. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. One game going on this afternoon, and it is at Wrigley Field where the Cubs are hosting the Brewers, and Chicago put together quite the third inning as Javier Baez belted a two-run homer, and Jose Quintana helped his own cause out with an RBI single. Chicago with a 4-1 lead over Milwaukee as the Brewers bat in the top of the fifth inning. Meanwhile, news from the NFL where they have announced that next year will be a 20-member Hall of Fame class for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Five players from the modern era, 10 senior selections, three contributors, and two coaches will be selected as the NFL concludes their centennial celebration. The NBA announced, well, that these will be Christmas Day games. Boston at Toronto, New Orleans at Denver, Houston at Golden State, the Lakers and Clippers, Milwaukee playing Philadelphia. Ralph Irvin. We are Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside. Happy Friday. The Doug Gottlieb Show, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, our show heard nights here on Fox Sports Radio. Getting a chance to stretch our legs during the day here. Happy to be with you. We had our first real-life NFL football game of the season last night. We'll get to that coming up in a couple of minutes. But the big news this past hour, we got a Woj bomb from Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN NBA insider. A bit of a shock when we're talking about the 2nd of August. I really thought it was related to the comings and goings of FIBA because mm-hmm. he'd been pretty quiet on it. Right. Yeah, maybe he had some big breaking news there, but I was disappointed. Uh, No, but instead we found out what the Christmas Day slate in the NBA is going to look like. And as a result of that, we also found out that you hate Christmas and don't get expensive presents or or special Christmas presents for your kids, which I really was surprised with. I really was. I mean, I've known you for six years now, and now you... I find out that you're all about giving small little trinkets at Christmas. Yeah, but I celebrate life 365 days a year. Yeah, but Christmas is a special day for presents. No, it's about, it's just, it's about togetherness. It's about <laughs> no, family. It's, no, it's you, about being one. Haven't you watched The Spirit of Christmas? Christmas is about presents, Kyle. Presents. Yes. Big yes. presents, not, hey, uh, look, I got this. As a man who does a really good Cartman imitation, I got this I'm Eiffel, well aware of it. This Eiffel Tower keychain here. Merry Christmas. Oh, thanks. Dad, I'm not old enough to have keys. Ah, well, put it somewhere. Maybe it's a surprise for a later Paris trip to be named later. No, not. But you don't say that though. You just say it's no. All this about is clues, what it is, man. It's cl- <laughs> Everything has a deeper meaning. Yeah, here's a deeper. It doesn't meaning. have to be big and expensive, Smith. So, I mean, I think you've lost the spirit of what this is all about. Dad, are we going to Paris? No, but maybe sometime in your life you're going to go. Are you planning a trip? No, I just mean at some point in your life maybe you'll go. Maybe you won't, but you'll always have this. In key my chain. particular case, I could That's give them you. that that little trinket, That's and you. it would be a memory of something we did three years ago. <laughs> 
So beat it. Oh, wow. Try to paint me into a it's corner the middle as a of, bad guy. It's the middle of the summer. Dirtbag. We're talking about Christmas, and you want to give the the tiniest thing possible for Christmas. Here, I'm going to- Yeah, because they get nothing the I'm rest gonna, of the year. I'm going to chew off my, my, my nail on my left thumb and give it to you. Here, Merry Christmas. Clone me. I'm a special individual. You are you are advocating beef jerky to your kids for Christmas. The forty nine cent beef jerky. What, what you're saying is that for those that maybe that that's it, man. They, for, wow. they may have forgotten. They got called to a party or something mm. last minute. I mean, sometimes a convenience store, the extra large Slim Jim, goes a long way. All right, all right. I I just I'm really stunned to hear that about you. And for I some, really maybe that's all they can afford. I really am stunned. Uh, but here is what the, because if you don't get good presents, like if you're in Harmon's family, you don't get anything, you're going to have a lot of good NBA games to watch, so there is that to look forward to on Christmas Day. Maybe that should be your present. You turn on the TV and go, here you go, Lakers Clippers, enjoy, kids. Yeah. Which side are we on, kids? Let's have a little bit of a debate. Let's talk about the analysis and the analytics. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN putting this out a little bit ago. We're going to have more on, on these storylines coming up in a few minutes, but... Clippers and Lakers are going to play at Staples Center on Christmas Day. It's going to pit LeBron James and Anthony Davis against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. It would be LeBron's 14th Christmas game and would break a tie with Shaq, Dwayne Wade, and Dolph Shays for the second most all-time. Bet you didn't think Dolph Shays would No, didn't think Dolph Shays was on that list. Uh, the other game set for Christmas, Pelicans and the Nuggets, Celtics and the Raptors, Rockets and the Warriors, and the Bucks and the Sixers. So again, Bucks, Sixers, Rockets, Warriors, Pelicans, Nuggets, Celtics, Raptors, and the marquee game, the Clippers and the Lakers. Okay, so this so really can, does tangentially tie to FIBA because Ben Simmons says he's not playing for Australia. He's going to go no. back and work on his craft instead. But five great games, no Knicks. For the first time in four years, no Knicks. No Knicks. It's no, like the league no has finally bullshit. said, I'm not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe goodness. again. We don't need New York. We don't need Chicago. Notice Brooklyn doesn't crack the list. Why? Because, well, no Kevin Durant unless he shows up in a suit. So you don't need to show them just yet. Well, that'll be the opening shot of the game. Hey, Durant in a suit, and let's cut away to a more competitive game. I like the way you think. You like that. So we'll have more on that because you know what? We're going to do something a little special with all the teams playing on Christmas Day coming up in about 15 minutes. But last night, first NFL game of the season, Hall of Fame game. We watched the Broncos beat the Falcons 14-10. to And if you're looking for storylines on the field, Joe Flacco's job is not going to be in jeopardy from Drew Locke quite yet. After an uneven performance, he's going to take some time. So Flacco's going to be the guy. They're not going to be threatened by Drew Locke. And, you know, as you like to say, Mike, we can have the is Joe Flacco elite conversation maybe come back up again. Well, sure. Especially we you've talked about and going to Denver and being able to put an extra, you know, seven to ten yards on the deep ball. Flacco already had the arm strength to get it out there. So now it's just a question of Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton and company can run underneath it. But if by midseason they're winning and we can begin the Flacco elite commentary even if for five minutes in jest Mm -hmm. we've all won (laughs) stealing the show from the game last night were the interviews with the players and personalities going to be enshrined in canton in the pro football hall of fame this weekend a great interview with ed reed about his career a really good one with ty law gil brandt architect of the dallas cowboys the dynasty from the 1970s the first 
the general manager front office to use analytics and use computers, and Gil Brandt long overdue being selected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I, I may be the only person in the world that has a Gil Brandt story, and, 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 and Gil Brandt hates me. Well, I mean, a lot of people may have stories. I just don't think the second part is necessarily true. That's where you're unique. I did nothing. You in have this a story. story. I did and nothing. He hates you. I did, yeah. The, I did nothing. He hates you. Part I think is really the outlier. Yeah, I, I I'll tell you. Look, so this is when I was at NFL Network and I was hosting Fantasy Live, and it was a Super Bowl in 2014. So that was the Giants and the Patriots, and we're all at the Super Bowl doing different things during during that week, programming for NFL Network. Right. And all of us are in a big ballroom where we're, that's our headquarters, and everybody's on computers doing things, getting set to go do interviews. And God, you know what, what you picture a, a room looking at, you know, a, a big ballroom in a hotel with people working, you know, doing stuff for the Super Bowl. So two days before this, because this was on a Wednesday, I believe, two days before this, because I did a lot of writing for NFL.com, uh, my editor said to me, hey, can you do a mock draft for this season? I said, fantasy mock draft? They said, no, we do a college football mock draft. You watch a lot of college football? I said, yeah, yeah, I watch a lot of college football. I said, okay, can you do a mock draft? I said, well, how deep? They go first round, match up the players, and write a sentence or two about them. I said, yeah, sure, no problem. So I do it, and it's one of those columns that you see where here's a list of our personalities, and here's their first round mock drafts. They wanted to do, it, they wanted to do a mock draft. So it was me and like eight other people doing it. Gil Brandt did one. Other people did one. So I'm sitting at the table in the in the ballroom, and I'm just doing something on the computer, and I'm typing, and I, I hear Jason, and I turn around, and it's Gil Brandt. And I'm like, oh, wow, Gil Brandt came over to introduce You're himself to You're getting called up to the show. Because like, well, like, you know, I see a lot of, saw a lot of the guys, talked to all the guys from NFL. We'd see them every day. But Gil Brandt was a guy. Look, the guy's a legend. I mean, Gil Brandt was the first was the first executive you ever remember hearing about. That's and right. he's had a great successful career in in post NFL. I mean Gil Brandt is the guy. When you think of executives, you think Gil Brandt. Right? I mean that's you do it. He says, Jason, I say, hey. And I'm, I'm he's coming over to say hi to me. This is awesome. So I shake his hand and he gives me one of those as he's shaking my hand, he gives me one of those he nods his head and closes his eyes. And I go, Oh, this is not going to go well. I don't know what this is. This is not going to go well. What 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 what's going on? What did what did what what happened? So he says to me, "You did a mock draft. You did the mock draft for uh, uh, the website." And I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I did." And and this moment, I'm saying, "Oh boy, did I not have a guy rated high that he had rated high, or is there something with my what is it? Something something's obviously up." So he said, "I I said, yeah, I did." He goes, "Oh, he goes, what system did you use?" And I said, "Um, oh." I don't, I don't, what do you mean? Your system. What system did you use for your 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 column? I said I don't I don't know what you're saying. What system was? What kind of system did you use to rate the players and and figure things out? You have to have a system, right? And I'm like, okay, this is like the sixth time you said system in the past ten seconds. So I I said, okay, well, I watch a lot of college football and I see the players that are being mentioned to go in the first round of the draft and what. I did some research and what players are matched up with what teams, what teams had need. I actually talked to a couple of people to say, what do you think? Like, I remember talking to Bucky Brooks, a couple other people. Sure. This, this column was kind of fun. It was a little bit outside my comfort zone, but it was fun to do. So I'm like, so I I, I did that. And again, he gives me the head nod where he closes his eyes. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going, okay. And then he says again, but you don't have a system. And I said, 
well, that's how I did it. Like that that was what I did. Yeah, but you didn't have a system. This is like the ninth time he has said to me, You didn't you have a just system. just made up a name at that you point. You didn't have a system. And you know what? I had the double helix. <laughs> I had the XK Red 27 system, Gil. I can't really tell you a lot about. And I said, No, I, I didn't use a system. And he shook his head, walked away from me, never said another word to me the rest of my time at NFL. Really? Ne- nope. Snubbed you I saw, there out. Huh? I'd see him a couple of times in the hallway, walking by. Not that he would avoid me, but just never said hi to me. Nothing. I And I didn't know. I'm you like, offended his sensibilities as the father of analytics and I- <laughs> computer use and scouting and and getting ready for draft. Listen, analysis. all this crap you do, I just say, this guy's good, this team needs a guy, that's what I did. And... What I didn't know this was in the middle of all of this, while this whole system conversation is going on, and to this day, anytime I hear the word system, I my head kind of ticks and I tick, think back to this thing, is that everybody around me started turning around to watch this conversation now because they're like, oh, I want to, I want to, I want to see what this is all about. Well, especially when you hear the word system why's, repeatedly. Why is Gil Brandt upset about this? So he walks away, and I'm looking around at everybody, and I'm like, what was that? What was that? And Dave Damashek, who does stuff for NFL, you sure. see him on there all the time, right? For NFL.com, everything. Damashek says to me, you know, and because that's how he talks, he says, you know what you should have said? And I'm like, what should I have said? He said, you should have said, you know, Gil, I was given an assignment and I turned it in. And I'm like, where was that 30 seconds ago? Where was that when I could have had something there? I could, what was, well, I could have had that. I could have just said, hey, they asked me to do it, so I did it. See, I, knowing, knowing uh, Damashek, I, I think he would have had a good smart aleck one-liner. I, well, no, because no, then Gilbrant walk away and go, hey, don't give this guy any more assignments. Let <laughs> like, sure this guy doesn't write anymore think for he us. got that much cloud over there? Doesn't write anymore. Doesn't write. Well, I don't know. It's Gilbrant. I mean, he's, he, he, probably, he probably put together everybody at NFL Network, probably hired everybody. We didn't know this, but he was, he's pulling he the strings, the, hired he people. He was the shadow owner? Sure. He was doing analytics on hosts and, and personalities and analysts and seeing how they well they play on the Who knows? Maybe that he happened. liked what you wrote and was trying to figure out how no. you got there and was scouting. <laughs> no, he did not like he did not like what I wrote. He, I don't think he liked the fact that I did it. No, that but, he did it and I did it. But go back to the beginning of at, at doing any type of fantasy content at all. For years, you got the people flipping you the bird, waving you off, saying this is a joke, until they realized how much money they could make and they were making off it. Mm-hmm. Players, people that were in media already, nah, fantasy, whatever. Now it's fantasy football. Yeah. How do we involve you? And how do we get this thing rolling as best we can? When long ago, it was the the scourge. Likewise, you and your draft column, I think Gil my Brandt system. gave you a little bit of the same. Just my, Gil, my system is I don't have a system, and that's my system. Don't tell anybody. See, now that's you want to see Gil Brandt again, though, so you can come up with a name for the system. I would say, what system did you use for your Hall of Fame speech, Gil? What system? What system did you use? Use a system? Took a little bit. He would say, yes, I used a system, and I, I would look stupid. I analyzed these 80 speeches, <laughs> took from the best of them, and, and went from there. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything except that system. So we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player to help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com, Farmers.com, Farmers. We dot com. are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Coming up next, something special involving all the NBA teams that are going to be playing on Christmas Day. I will tell you what the storylines are going to be at that point in the season for every single team playing on Christmas Day. Sounds good to me. I'm going to jump ahead. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be able to. You could tell the future two months ahead of time. That's coming up next. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, in for Doug Gottlieb. This is Fox. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. I feel like I want to just bang my head now, just uncontrollably. This is the way you get things going on a Friday afternoon. This is so odd. System of a down. Which, you know, it's in, in internet shorthand is so odd. Anytime you see so odd, it's system of a okay, down. Okay, it's good to know. It took me a while to figure that out. I'm like, what is so odd they keep? What did, what did they talk? Oh, so now I get it. System of a down. Got it, got it, got it. I mean, it's not like it's REO Speedwagon, but still, I, you know, I, I get it now. I feel like I need to go back and reread some of those articles. It'll make more sense. <laughs> I understand what this is all about. That, Queens of the Stone Age. I mean, there's lots of stuff that you can start pulling in. So what kind of degeneracy gambling-wise was there with the first pro football game last night, the Hall of Fame game. We'll head to Vegas and get the answer to those and other big questions coming up in about 10 minutes. But 
The big news today in the NBA was the release of the Christmas Day schedule. We now know all the teams that are going to be playing on Christmas Day. It's a very big day. And the one thing that's still up in the air are the times and and where you're going to see these games. But we know the marquee game is going to be the Lakers and the Clippers. We're going to get the Denver Nuggets are going to be in action. Tell you about them in a couple minutes. Denver's going to play New Orleans. Celtics are going to play the defending champion Raptors, Rockets and the Warriors, and the Bucks and the 76ers. So again, those are your Christmas Day games, Clippers, Lakers, Pelicans, Nuggets, Celtics, Raptors, Rockets, Warriors, Bucks, 76ers, ESPN, and Adrian Wojnarowski first reporting this about an hour or so ago. So here's what we're going to do. Of all the teams playing on Christmas Day, I will tell you what the storylines of these teams are oh, going like to be the way you think. on Christmas Day. What are we going to be saying about these teams that are playing on Christmas Day on Christmas Day? What are the storylines going to be two months into the season for all of these teams? Hey, what are the headlines for these? No. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like Kyle Chandler, right? He got yesterday's or tomorrow's oh, news the you. day before. Yeah. Early, before he was, you know, Coach Taylor in Friday Night Lights. No, that's right. And Clear after eyes, he was hearts. on the bus impersonating George Strait. He was, because all his exes did live in Texas. That is true. So here we go. Here are your storylines for each of the teams playing on Christmas Day. Lakers Clippers. NBA West Finals preview. There'll be one, two... In the West, and it's going to be, look how great they're playing. LeBron is playing with renewed energy. Anthony Davis is dominant. The Clippers are exactly what they thought they were going to be. You plop these two stars down with a bunch of ancillary parts around them. This is your NBA Western Conference Finals preview. All right, you took the That's your storyline. Nice and chalk. Yeah, LeBron, City, the battle for L.A., put them in a heavyweight fight, make them look like Rocky and Apollo Creed. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, that's what they do with posters for LeBron, maybe a mural somewhere. I like it. The Rockets. The storyline is going to be Russ and Harden are still figuring it out. They'll get there. It's only been a handful of games. You know, they're learning how to share the basketball. It's something that Russell Westbrook's not used to. You can't just decide to play off the ball. They're they're slow. There's going to be moments where they look great. Moments where they look crazy and why did you put these two together so they're still going to be figuring it out that'll be the storyline for the rockets on christmas so Day. the poster is the two of them fighting over the basketball yeah it's the two of them actually holding a basketball that all their hands are on the basketball i like that that's yeah. that's the poster for the game the nuggets don't forget about the nuggets in a loaded west you know people are going to sleep on this team don't sleep on the nuggets i know the the lakers and the clippers are getting all the headlines don't sleep on the nuggets as your Nuggets headline. The deep dive, and then let's celebrate Jokic. Yes. Is that, oh, is that what we're going to do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at Nikola Jokic, who looks even more out of shape than last year, but is even better somehow. Don't sleep on the Nuggets. Watch out. Uh, no one's talking about them, but watch out for the Nuggets. And then after Christmas Day, we won't talk about them again until April. Right. The Warriors. Storyline for the Warriors on Christmas Day is going to be they can still be dangerous if you're not careful. If you're not careful, they can still beat you. Watch out, or or where's Kevin? Where's Ke- what? The, the watch out! They can still beat you. Not dead yet. That's where it's going to yeah, be. That kind of thing. Just because they're seventh in the Western Conference doesn't mean they're not going to be dangerous. Watch out! At a celebration of Steph Curry. Wait till D'Angelo Russell gets going. Just what? They can still be dangerous. 
That's going to be the new level. D'Angelo Russell. That's going to be the new normal it's for the all Warriors. about Steph all the time this year. For the San Francisco Warriors, that's exactly what they'll be saying. For the Pelicans, they'll be saying, Zion's weight is not an issue. His weight is really not the issue people are making it out to be. There's your Pelican storyline on Christmas Day. You don't think you'll have gotten into shape by then? Uh, I think when you are 285, when you're 19 years old, you're going to be a big kid. You're going to be big no matter what they try time. to do to you. And his way, running up and down the floor and, and, and having a tough time with other NBA players, all the weights hit. His weight is not an issue. His weight is not an issue. There's your, there's your Pelican storyline. Is that too early for that one, though? No, no, no. Because that's no, no. that's kind of a negative one on Christmas. You talk about me being Joe Negativity. No, but that's going to be the storyline going in. His that's going to be what goes in. I can't I can't make up a storyline that's not going to happen. It's going to be about his weight. I can't make up a storyline that's not going to happen. Right, exactly. Isn't that the whole point of this exercise? No, no, no. Just this making is, up stories. This is telling you the storyline that's going to happen. This is why I can't tell you something that's not going to happen. That would be I'll tell you things that weren't going aren't going to be the storylines. I'm going to tell you what the what the storylines are. The Raptors. Hey, and who can forget what a great 2018-2019 the Raptors had as they try to figure things out. They still have some good pieces on this team, but obviously not quite the team they were last year. But, boy, what a run. And obviously the NBA is where it is right now because of what Kawhi Leonard was able to accomplish when he was a Toronto Raptor. Do they go and make some big ceremony for that game? Let's look back at the Kawhi, the Kawhi jumper in Game Seven, no, I, but that's winning let's, the championship. Let's have a li- nice long look back. We'll raise a banner. We'll have a few laughs. So we'll, you know, misdirect you from what's going on this year. The Bucks. The storyline's going to be here. They are again, running away with the Eastern Conference. Who can catch the Bucks in the East? Will it be the Knicks? Who can catch the Bucks in the East? Here, already they have shown themselves to be the best team in the Eastern Conference yet again. Oh, I was going to extend it to, is Giannis going to stay? Oh, that's pretty good. Because we'll move that away from But I thought you wanted, po- you, want, you wanted positive stuff on Christmas Day. It is positive. That's not po- Is he going to stay? For 29 other teams, that's a positive message. All right, but it's still- <laughs> You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I don't think for 29 teams, but all right, but it's about the Raptors. Okay, all right, it's, it's about theoretical. The okay, all right, that's fine. I- I'll give you that. I'll give you is Giannis staying, but it's, it's going to be them running away with the East again, because that's what's going to happen. It would it would seem so. The Celtics, the bounce back season is in effect. That's going to be the bounce back season is here. They needed to get rid of Kyrie Irving. Kemba Walker's been great. Their young players have taken a step up. They are a worthy challenger in the playoffs to the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, and you can give away bottles as Christmas gifts of uh, Jason Tatum's new fragrance. People were standing in line. It's called Fierce. Oh, I just think we should call it Tatum. What are you wearing? Tatum. And people will think, oh, Channing Tatum? No, Jason Tatum. Is that Channing Tatum's brother, kind of like a Liam and Chris Hemsworth kind of thing? No, they're not related at all. Then why am I buying this? Well, but I'm you, you keep Tatum. the illusion out there. Well, they could be. I mean, I don't know. Tatum. Yeah, I think fierce. is. I mean, that's one of your favorite words in the English language. So. Uh, well, if it was 2006, fierce would be, I, I'd use that. Uh, producer Justin Frostberg, we got a headline for the uh, Celtics? Yeah, uh, let's go with... Uh they are flat like Kyrie's map. Oh, wow. You're not not believing in the Celtics or Kyrie Irving's belief in the world. That's correct. All right, very good. Flat just like Kyrie's map. And the 76ers, 
Here's going to be your 76ers storyline on Christmas Day. Who do they have to trade for? Oh, there's your Sixers headline. Who do they got to trade for? Uh, they still have a lot of talent, boy. They gave money to guys, but they still have to. Who are they got to trade for? There's your there's your Sixers headline. Ben Simmons still looking for a jump shot under the tree. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at swollen dome. There it is. That's what we'll be saying about all of these teams on Christmas Day when they are playing. Today's show brought to you by Little Caesars, where you can get an extra-large, most bestest-stuffed crust pepperoni pizza for only $9, and only at Little Caesars. Hey, I'd love to get something called the extra-most bestest-stuffed crust pepperoni pizza. That sounds awesome. Mmm, stuffed crust. Plus, tax where applicable, available at participating locations, Little Caesars. Coming up in 90 seconds, we head to Vegas. For all the latest news in the National Football League, where's money going down on? Who won and lost big on the... Pro Football Hall of Fame game last night. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Joining us now on the hotline, our man in Vegas. You can see him every day on Fox Sports 1's Lock It In. Lead actor Todd Furman, former odds maker at Caesars, co-founder of Bet the Board Podcast. TF, what's happening, my friend? Not a whole heck of a lot, gentlemen. It's somewhere between Phoenix and Las Vegas now, a little desert oasis called Wikiup. I just know I have to be a little more buttoned up jumping on with you guys in the middle of the day than when we do Fox Sports after dark. Wait, dude, listen, wait. If you're in Area 51, you can just tell us you're in Area 51. No, no Area 51 for me, although I did pass a rocket on the highway, and I'm currently pulling into a Chevron station in the middle of absolutely nowhere. <laughs> All right, can I, now just, just kick this off. Why not? Can I get odds that there are aliens in Area 51? You know what? Here's the thing, and I look at it, and what cracks me up about those petitions, if you're the government, are you really going to keep aliens where people think you're going to keep them? Absolutely not. So there's probably nothing but carbon copies of what people expect to be there. Those aliens have been moved like 30 years ago, and the fact that people want to go out there and storm Area 51 an absolute waste of time and probably their resources. So you think they're in Area 52 or Area 53? Yeah, exactly. Or maybe Area 50 and a half if they really want to throw a curveball for people. Oh, see, that's you know, get the big money in Vegas for nothing with Todd Furman. Or wandering Hollywood Boulevard after dark. Uh, hey, Todd, last night, Hall of Fame game, we saw the celebration of some uh, of their victories, both with the minus two and a half for the Broncos uh, and the under coming in, and while these guys have dismissed it as degeneracy, I say it's opportunity. What say you? Well, I said it was opportunity until Kirk Benkert went out of the game with a bum toe midway through the fourth quarter, and it changed the game. And as you can tell, my traveling companion, she had a piece of the underdog as well and wasn't really happy with that result. Of course, the Falcons, dubious pass interference call, you say what you want, and it's ultimately Brett Rippon converting on that 15-yard touchdown pass to close things out. Yeah, it's you know I, I didn't know that dogs could actually make bets in Vegas. That's a thing? Hey, you know what? Every now and again, you have to send your beard in for you so you can mask your action, and that's how my dog <laughs> keeps food on the table in our house and keeps the roof over our head. Whose dog is that that just bet $100,000? Follow that dog! I- exactly. That's the name of the game, although let's be honest here, guys. I don't really trust her with that much stacks of high society. Because if she happens to see a hot dog or something else walking by, there's a good chance she's not getting to the window to get money down. <laughs> hey, what kind of action the last few years, trends have you seen preseason uh, people betting uh, NFL games? You know, I think a lot of the emphasis comes to head coaching. And when you're looking at that, you're going to want to back guys that have a proven track record of actually caring about the game. So Dan Quinn now with the Atlanta Falcons moves to 0-9 straight up. 
the last nine preseason games, his record 4-13 against the spread, whereas on the flip side of the coin, you look at Coach Harbaugh in Baltimore, he places an emphasis on game planning, trying to get his team in that right mindset, and ultimately designing plays that allow his team to be successful, and more importantly, the betters that back him with blind faith. As we get through, right, we got 64 more of these things. You know, what, what, what from the notes that you're seeing coming out of camps or the people you're talking to, you know, what kind of things can you glean to kind of put in the notebook for later on as we get towards the regular season? You know what, unfortunately, not a whole heck of a lot. I think people have a tendency to overreact to a team that goes out there and looks extremely good or extremely bad in the preseason, when in reality, you don't want to take too much from this. I think teams' primary focus should be on staying healthy, getting their key contributors through. And you'll look at a team like the Rams. I mean, Sean McVay didn't really play his starters at all last preseason. Mm. They started slow in the first half against the Oakland Raiders, and the rest is history up until they ran into the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So games in August translate very little to the meaningful games right around Thanksgiving into the month of December. Vegas insider Todd Furman, our guest. You can see Todd every day on Fox Sports 1's Lock It In. Uh, you put a poll up on Twitter yesterday that you said you are really surprised at the results. You put up a question saying, when it comes to the NFL season, what do you take most seriously? And you gave the four choices, betting games, season-long fantasy, daily fantasy, or all of the above. And betting games by far has gotten over half the replies way ahead of season-long fantasy and daily fantasy. Why did that surprise you? Well, I think what surprised me was the percentage-wise, and it's sub-60% of betting games, given my audience. I mean, I'm not really a presence in the fantasy space. I know that's harm specialty. I figured it would be more in that 65 to 70% range, if not higher. And the other thing was the stark contrast between season-long fantasy that everyone talks about as a declining market compared to daily fantasy. And if you go through some of those responses, people say they just don't have the time to go through and invest in a lineup week one, week two, and have it be very different when it's those third-tier wide receivers that will ultimately make or break you in some of the biggest daily fantasy competitions uh, that will win you those, those hard-earned dollars. Is that something you're going to have to do, that, that, that odds makers in Vegas is going to have to do, is take more of an active role in, in fantasy advice and, and, and to kind of bring that gambling perspective of it together? I think you're starting to see some of that as you have more and more competition, whether it's the DraftKings and fan duels out on the East Coast or when FoxBet ultimately gets their platform off the ground here stateside that you're going to see the fantasy component really manifest itself through individual player props. So if you have a guy, hey, you, you have Patrick Mahomes on your fantasy team and you feel he's going to have a massive performance, what better way than knowing his profile, knowing the opposition, than to bet him over two and a half touchdowns or over his yardage number for a particular game? And I think that's going to make the most sense and how we'll see the fantasy rush basically intersect with gambling as it becomes more and more spread as various states come online. Oh, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about that over the next couple of weeks, and then certainly as we get into the regular season, Todd joins us each and every week on the program. Todd, Major League Baseball, the only trade deadline has come and gone. We know the Houston Astros were the big winners if we're going to do the winners and losers, but how much movement did we see on odds on in either league or towards the World Series itself? You know what? You saw the Astros go from second favorites behind only the Los Angeles Dodgers to the favorites of most shops. Now, I know a lot of people will go, what's the difference if you go from 7-2 to two down to 2-1? to one? I mean, that's a massive change in implied win probability. But the bigger dynamic, guys, was where they were neck and neck in the American League with the Yankees to win the pennant compared to where they are now, going from right around plus $1.50, meaning risk a dollar to make a dollar fifty, to being prohibited favorites in that minus at one fifty range. They would right now be heavy favorites in a best-of-five or best-of-seven series, regardless of who they play in the Twins. 
Indians, Yankees, and insert maybe the Rays, A's, or Red Ducks. You can follow him on Twitter at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman. If you are in Area 51 and you have any fantasy questions or gambling questions, he yeah. will answer them for you as long as you are not an alien. You can see him every day on Fox Sports 1's Lock It In along with Clay Travis, Cousin Sal. As always, Todd, appreciate it during the day, my friend. Enjoy the rest of the day and the night. Hey, always a pleasure, guys. And I'll have you know, Harm, I'll send you a picture. I'm at the Doggy Corral compliments of wiki up chevron i mean this is really where everybody loves to go to spend their quality time during the offseason oh you got to give me a, a shot of that my, my daughter anything you got doggy corrals whatever should be fired up about i didn't think there was an offseason in vegas i mean when you're when you're a gambler there's no offseason right i mean there's a couple hours here or there i'll go through and make sure i have week one fully under wraps of the preseason but the biggest thing smith i'm just waiting for my payday and the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow with my 150 to one ticket on the new york metropolitan now that they have the best rotation in the entire National League. Hey, 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 Todd. See, that was the, the reason why we have Todd Furman right on. Well, I was waiting for you to come back with, what do I get it on the Mets now? Well, I, 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 what, 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 a two to one maybe for the Mets? One to five? They I don't mean, play I don't the know. White Sox in the playoffs no, if they got no, there, they don't buddy. do that. Todd, as always, buddy, appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you. Always a pleasure, guys. Have a great weekend. See you, brother. Yeah, I mean, the odds on the Mets, I mean, you, you can't make money on them anymore. No, it's fantastic. No, that's fantastic stuff, as always, from Todd. One of the offshoots when you talk about daily fantasy, there's uh, a community that thinks that the game is stacked against them, and there have been some court filings and rulings mm. that mur- you make those waters a little bit murky. Yeah, so. From Area 51, yes, they're all there. It's certainly in Area 51, no question about that. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, Jason Smith, Mike Harbin in for Doug Gottlieb. Coming up next, just what does the Fox say? The Fox has a lot to say about Carmelo Anthony and the bombshell interview he gave earlier today on television. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Doug Gottlieb Show, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb. Time for What Does the Fox Say? What Does the Fox Say? Brought to you by True Car. In sports, a trade can make or break your team. It's no different when it comes to selling or trading in your car. You need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash Offer not available in all areas. The subject of today's What Does the Fox Say? Carmelo Anthony, who went on first take on ESPN today and basically had a big mea culpa all show long talking about how he's ready to come back to the NBA, felt like he was fired by the Rockets last year and wants another season, wants to sign someplace to continue his NBA career. If you were on a basketball team, one of these championship contenders, what would we see from Carmelo Anthony? Leadership in the locker room, on the court, on the bench, things, places that I've never had issues with before, right? This is what I bring to a team on top of me being confident enough in my game to still be able to deliver something on the court. All right, so that was Mello. Chris Broussard, NBA insider, our teammate here at Fox Sports Radio, host of The Odd Couple that airs after this show today, went on The Herd with Doug Gottlieb filling in for Colin Coward and basically said, Mello, what are you doing? I think Mello is better than 60 70% of the players in the NBA. There's no question he's good enough to play in the NBA. The question and the problem is where does he fit? A young team that is going nowhere wants to develop its young players and see who's a keeper, see who they can build around. They don't want to give 15 shots, you know, 30 minutes to Carmelo Anthony. They need to see what their young guys can do. 
a challenger, a contender, you know, how do they fit Carmelo Anthony into their system? You know, it's easier to fit a role player in than a ball dominant former star who, you know, is going to want to play a certain way and, and get a certain amount of minutes and shots. I don't think he's getting back in the league. I said a year ago on this show, The Herd, that Carmelo Anthony should retire because this, I, I hate to see a guy that I consider a first ballot Hall of Famer begging like this. But ultimately, there's a part of this that just bothered me because it felt like he's desperate and he's begging people to put him back in the league. I, I and it feels I, I beneath a player that great. All right, so that was Chris Broussard earlier today. The thing for Carmelo Anthony is there is a place for him. His his way of, of the NBA has come and gone, right? The ball-dominant ways that he has been able to, ball-stopping that made him a star, those days are come and gone. You can go do that in China if you want. Go, hey, I'm Melo. Oh, Melo, we love you. You're the next Stephon Marbury. That can work there. But if Carmelo Anthony is serious about getting back in the league, and the perception of him right now is really bad. And look, I, I told you more than a year ago, look, Melo's done. He can't even run. You know, he, it, it's so hard. W what can he possibly do? But if he calls a team, a contending team, whether it's the Lakers or the Clippers or the Celtics or somebody says, listen, I am comfortable. I will come off the bench. It is okay. I, you know, D Dwayne Wade did it. I'm okay with it. I can give you a great 15, 20 minutes a night. I can come off the bench, play with the second unit, get my shots, do what's needed to be done, and I can be a real contributor. Then someone's going to sign him. As long as they get that guarantee, that right out of the gate, that look, you're okay coming off the bench, you're going to play 15, 20 minutes a night, and not going to be a problem. He needs to go on this, not quite an offensive, but he needs to go on this, hey, I can still play, I still want to play tour. He just has to say the right things. I would follow this up with, hey, I'm okay with coming off the bench. I'm okay with a limited role, but in 15, 20 minutes, you're not going to get a better guy to score coming off the bench. You like Lou Williams, what he does? I can do what Lou Williams does in 15 or 20 minutes. Well, and he did this to some degree. The tone and tenor, I got to see most of the interview uh, as it happened this morning. I was texting you bits of it uh, as we were getting ready for the show. The uh, Just the idea that he talked about his time in Houston of that's not how it was presented to him when he came in. The idea of going to the bench. Hence, he was salty about it. Mm -hmm. And after 10 games, got the, all right, your services are no longer required. Here. Wait, what? I'm being fired? Because he said, I feel like I was fired exactly. from the Rockets. So the idea that he goes in thinking he's the guy to take it over the hump, right? He's the guy that's going to get them over. And then it's, a, well, no, actually, we only wanted you as this. So the hard part is now you've called out Daryl Morey. And you're going after the organization. You're telling people, I think, in between the lines, you'll take the bench roll, but let's talk about this and figure it out. You mentioned the Lakers or, or other teams. LeBron wanted him. This is one of his banana boat guys. Yeah. He ain't called him yet. No. If you're on, so if what does you're that on say? that banana boat and you're not getting a phone call, it means you're not going to be in the next banana boat picture. I will say this. I'm never the guy to rip a jersey off someone's back. So if they want to keep playing, do it. Just don't do the Brett Favre. I'm retired. No, I'm not retired. The Ryan Sandberg, the Michael Jordan, whatever. Once you're done, you're gone. And then you stay gone. No, Melo's just saying, don't forget about me. No, I really still want to play. But do but the math. Like, no, I really want to play. There's 450 guys in the league.
Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb. Coming up next, my goodness, guess who's backtracking on the big critique of LeBron James from the past 24 hours? That's next on Fox. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. One game going on right now in Major League Baseball where Milwaukee got a run back in the top of the seventh inning, but they still trail at the at the Cubs. 6-2 to two, Chicago with that lead as they bat in the bottom of the seventh inning. Meanwhile, the Pro Football Hall of Fame has announced that there will be a 20-member class in the year 2020. The class will consist of five modern-era players, ten senior selections, three contributors, and two coaches. It is meant to 
end the league's centennial celebration. The NBA is announcing that there will be five games on Christmas Day. That's pretty standard. Those games, though, well, they will be Boston at Toronto, New Orleans at Denver, Houston at Golden State, the Lakers and the Clippers playing at Staples, and Milwaukee playing at the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm Ralph Irvin. We are Fox Sports Radio, Hour 3 of the show. Welcome inside. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon from the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Heard nights here on Fox Sports Radio. Glad to be with you today. Filling in for Doug, who was in for Colin Coward. You and I got some spent some quality time in the car today, driving oh, in yeah. together. I to go to Arby's. You, yeah, subjected yeah. you to all my random musical choices. Why do you like? Why do you listen to like a minute and a half of every song and then change it? You were too busy talking to my daughter, why? so but I you, decided you, I I would move on. You li- but you listen like a minute and a half. Ah, another song. It, listen, why can't we listen to the whole song? Because I didn't know you were actively listening. I was actively listening. I, but I generally I'm not going inv- like, I'm not going to invest in a song if I'm only going to get ninety seconds. Oh, of I would have been happy to let you invest. I like like the whole three or four minutes of the song. See, I'm just used to short attention span theater yeah, changed. where you've kind yeah, of moved changed. on. Yeah, it changed. In Am the I- middle of a conversation, you're barking out something to, hey, I need this. Like, we, we, were, we were conversing. I'm rubbing off on you now. <laughs> so I kind of just said, song. I forget it. I'm moving new to a new song. song. That's right. New song. I need a new song. New song. New song. But speaking of moving on to new songs. Yeah. No one is quite moonwalking. Like Pelican's executive vice president, David Griffin. If you remember the story from a day ago, David Griffin was not best friends with LeBron James. Right? And I mean like me and Gil Brandt are not best friends after the story I told you earlier in the show today. He hates you. He does. And there's no reason for him to. But you know what? This is about David Griffin and LeBron James. He did an interview with Sports Illustrated yesterday that said that the experience of building around LeBron James was miserable. Quote, everything we did was so inorganic and unsustainable and frankly not fun. I was miserable. Literally the moment we won the championship, I knew I was going to leave. There was no way I was going to stay for any amount of money. This is the quote from David Griffin to Sports Illustrated a day ago. It was miserable, not sustainable. I knew I was going to leave. He also went on to question LeBron's commitment to winning now that he won with his hometown team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Quote, there wasn't a lot else for him in Cleveland. I don't think he's the same animal anymore in Los Angeles about winning and that he has moved on and is preoccupied with other things. Now, this was wildfire that David Griffin says this. Not that it was shocking about LeBron, really. Winning with LeBron was miserable. What a surprise. you got to do what he wants to do. I, I'm just surprised more so that he would actually come out and say it no, that's than right. it was shocking. Right, but I mean, we've heard the, the similar from other stops. You had Kevin Durant inject that kind of feeling, just how, how it's got to be to operate within that bubble and, and the games you have to play to do it. And certainly for David Griffin in these comments, just saying he's a different guy, right? Because even LeBron at times, has talked about how it's he's got different challenges now, that it's not necessarily about basketball and winning at basketball. Those are quotes. I mean, those are things he's actually said in terms of what the level of importance is. Not to say that he's not still trying to win and trying to be competitive, because I think we've seen a lot of our media brethren go down that right. Oh, look at David Griffin. Look what he did. No, no he didn't say LeBron James not trying 
just says that maybe the focus is a little bit different. And with practices and and some of what we've had chronicled for those final years in Cleveland and certainly year one in Los Angeles, it's a little different take. And LeBron James and his camp, they talked to Griffin yesterday. They were shocked. They were shocked that he would characterize the end of their tenure together that way. LeBron tweeting out, enough is enough. The throne has been played with too much. I ain't for horseplay. Ether coming soon. Now, why, why, why wouldn't you just right there say, hey, David Griffin, what's your problem? Well, because LeBron's the king of the subtweet. He, no, never, the, he doesn't tweet at anybody. He just likes to subtweet. This is soft. That's his thing. This is soft. He I don't care how to, many. He wants, you to, he wants to draw you into mystery. I don't know. I care how many damn fire emojis you put <laughs> in your tweet. <laughs> By the way, that's one of those was more than I've ever put in a tweet. That's a lot of emojis. When you put lot like of emojis. eight fire tweets in there, that's a lot of emojis. Eight, eight nine fire tweets plus a, a crown. Like you've gone too far. But if you want to go after David Griffin, you know what? You we we know you you know how to operate the camera to put up little videos for yourself. Say your piece. So this story becomes a very big deal. And not the first time that David Griffin has talked about being miserable building with LeBron. Here he was from Agent Wojnarowski's podcast earlier this month talking about it. We won a championship and it wasn't terribly enjoyable to go through the process heading up to that because there were so many things that mattered more than the we of our team. So there he is saying, listen, there's a lot of issues. And he takes on LeBron James personally. Guess what David Griffin is doing today? He is moonwalking back oh, good. that take from a day ago. Moonwalking it all the way back. He goes on ESPN's The Jump on Friday and said he did a poor job of framing that conversation when he had it with Sports oh, Illustrated. Boy. Quote, the fact there was so much scrutiny in everything we did when I was speaking about being uncomfortable and being miserable, it was my inability to deal with that media scrutiny. It wasn't the man himself. It was everything that came with the team led by LeBron James. It had nothing to do with being miserable with LeBron. We had and have a very positive relationship. But at oh, no, no, point- no, no, no. I meant about me. Oh, no, 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 no. So wait, if it was about you, then why did you know you had to leave right away? You could have changed then. If it wasn't miserable, what? so now there's two different stories. It was so miserable, he knew he had to leave. I read you that. He said that yesterday. I was so miserable, I knew I had to leave. But if it was about you, then why did you have to leave? You could have changed. You could have stayed then. And LeBron would have stayed. Things would have been great. I don't understand this. Someone didn't like what was said about it yesterday, didn't like that LeBron James responded, for some reason thought he was going to say that and it was going to just... People are going to blow past it and move on, and now he's feeling bad, and now he wants to backtrack on it. You got your title. You said your piece. You were uncomfortable towards the end because, as we discussed, you, you look at the way that title comes down. It's LeBron James' title. Doesn't matter who made the trades, who signed off on any player acquisitions. Doesn't matter that Kyrie Irving hit the jump shot. It's LeBron James' title, and you have to just come – Come to terms with that. That was what you were in for then. I know that's hard, right, to push your ego aside because you want some credit. And he's got the job in New Orleans and says that his relationship with LeBron's positive. And that may have still been true. That may have been true. But as soon as you start intimating that you got problem with LeBron James' people and his team, that would probably in your ear about who needed to come, who needed to go, and everything else to allow you to do your job. 
that's when the phone's going to start ringing. Or he wakes up in the middle of the night and Rich Paul is in his bedroom with a mask on saying, you're going to go back on everything you said yesterday about LeBron James. Yes, I'll do it tomorrow. I have Rachel Nichols' phone number. You will call her right now. I'll call her right now. I'll get on the jump tomorrow and make sure people know it. Get in there and I'll do that video appearance first thing tomorrow. I was going to go on vacation, but no, I'll make sure to go and and take a few steps back along the way. Look, everybody's chronicled how difficult it is to play in that area. David Griffin's not saying anything that we haven't heard former teammates say. Mm -hmm. Because again, he didn't attack LeBron James. He just said the whole thing became an untenable situation. And ostensibly, a lot of that is because LeBron James is on your team. You know, the old facts of life. You take the good, you take the bad. You take them both, and there you have the facts of life. And maybe you get a title. The facts of life. But you may not be happy, and you may need to go cry in a closet. And there's a time you got to grow and show you're growing. Now you know about the facts of life. That's right. The facts of life. Now, the other part of this is Griffin was also asked on the jump, hey, what about LeBron not being the same animal anymore, not being consumed with winning? Because as I read you his quote where he said, yeah, he seems like he's about other things. This is where Griffin continues his moonwalk. My belief at the time was that there was no way anyone can be born in Akron, Ohio, deliver the first championship in 52 years to Cleveland, and be the same human being. It's not possible. You're a person. You're a human being. My fear at that time was that James wouldn't have the same animal-like desire to win. And what we've seen is he's gone to multiple finals since, so it was an unfounded fear. So wait, so wait, 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 wait. So you said yesterday that you didn't see the same animalistic desire from LeBron this year or since he left Cleveland, but now it's, yeah. you thought you were going to see it, and now you haven't seen it. Oh, 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 now I, I thought get you it. said now you were all right, it. Spider. Oh, my. Sometimes, do people have to look at themselves in the mirror and go, I'm really going to say this? I'm really going to say this? And do you think I, they wrote this for him? I'm really... <laughs> I really get to say who wrote the script. I mean, that's here's just, what you, we want you to say about your time in the end of your tenure in Cleveland. There this was is an embarrassment. There wasn't a lot else for him. I don't think he's the same animal anymore about winning. That was yesterday. Today is what we've seen is he's gone to multiple finals since, so it was an unfounded fear. So in a day where there's been no games, it's gone from oh uh, it was it was terrible. He's not not the same guy to oh that was unfounded. I was also strong armed into trading Anthony Davis to the <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers. You know because he's already apologized. He sent Anthony Davis there. You know, the worst part about this is that in both times talking about LeBron James, I feel like he doesn't know LeBron at all. Really. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player to help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. LeBron James knows his legacy is at stake with the Lakers. He knows it. He's not going to just show up, mail in the last four years of his career, and think everything is fine. Yes, did he come to the Lakers because he wanted the Lakers brand and he wanted to set up his life outside of basketball? Of course he did. And he spent last year doing that. We're signed for Space Jam. We're starting a couple of shows. Last year was a load maintenance year for LeBron. You saw how long he sat out with the groin injury middle of the season. You saw how disengaged he was from his teammates, how he kept everybody at arm's length, because LeBron knew we're not getting to the finals, right? 
right, we're not doing it. He, he knew the first few weeks of the season, this is not a finals team. If I kill myself to drag them into the playoffs, we're going to lose in the first round, and I'm going to take miles off my legs. I want to extend my prime. So I'm going to take 2018-2019 as a load management year. Everything we saw last year told me that. Everything. Wouldn't buy in. Was was very disengaged. Everything about LeBron was, I'm kind of taking this year off. But now he's got a finals team. Now he's got Anthony Davis. Now he's going to bounce back and he's going to have a season. And experts are going to say, we buried LeBron too early. LeBron is going to have a monstrous season. I've said this from the from the get-go once this season ended. He's going to have a monster year because he still is that guy. It's not like he fell off the earth last year was 19-2-2. I mean, he's 27-7-7, which is still pretty good, but you could tell it still wasn't the same LeBron James. This year, you watch the year LeBron James has with Anthony Davis. As the Lakers are at the top of the West and they're steaming towards a Western Conference final showdown with the Clippers, LeBron James is going to be that monster and have an MVP-type season again. See, I like that you got these stats in there because that's what the LeBron stands have all done. Yeah, he was 27-7-7. Keep citing that as to how great he was when he didn't play defense, was throwing the ball off to the underside of the backboard, loafing, getting back into position at times, getting pushed into a defensive stance by Kyle Kuzma and go on and on as you go. But the the reality was second half of the season, absolutely disengaged after the injury. Now the question was, how hurt was he? And is that the start of the physical breakdown of LeBron James? Forget about the mental thing. He obviously wants to win. His whole life has been about comparisons to Michael Jordan. That doesn't end now, that doesn't end until he hangs him up. So if he were to come here to Los Angeles and walk out with a, a big zero in terms of titles, oh, yeah. You would think about the hot take debate shows today? Think about that four years hence. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. We are in for Doug Gottlieb this afternoon. Coming up in 15 minutes, we'll head to Canton. Get the latest on night one of the National Football League and the Pro Football Hall of Fame weekend we're going to see going forward because a big change is coming next year. But straight ahead, yes, Denver beat Atlanta last night, but we saw something that's going to be a huge storyline all season long. We break it down coming up next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Happy Friday. Welcome inside. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon from the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Heard nights here on Fox Sports Radio. In for Doug today. We have a crazy-ass baseball story coming your way in about a half hour from now in the press. Today's show brought to you by Little Caesars, where you can get a large, extra-most, bestest-stuffed crust pepperoni pizza for only $9 and only at Little Caesars. Plus, tax were applicable, available at participating locations. I would love anything named the extra-most, bestest-stuffed crust pepperoni pizza. Stuffed crust. That sounds, that sounds like I want to stop and get one now after after we get done with the show. So, yeah, I, th- I think we'll map it. <laughs> <laughs> Included. Uh, how many stops on the way back to your house? It's Two. We, we're, stop, we're stopping at Little Caesars, and then we're going to stop. Uh, but last night, we're going to head to uh, Canton, Ohio, coming up in about 10 minutes, get the latest on all the big NFL news, Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement weekend from Jason Cole, who is a Pro Football Hall of Fame voter, who just saw his job get really complicated with the big news that we're going to get to in a few minutes. But He gets paid overtime, right? I would hope so. He's got a lot more to do than he normally does, for sure. But last night, as part of the 1410 
Broncos win over the Atlanta Falcons. We saw something that is going to be a huge storyline throughout this entire NFL season. As you know, the new pass interference challengeable rule came into play this year because of the Nickel Roby Coleman play in the NFC Championship game that saw the Rams go to the Super Bowl and the Saints just complain about not going to the Super Bowl, which they're going to complain about for years and years and years and years. So now, this year, pass interference is a reviewable play. Broncos get called for pass interference, and Broncos head coach Vic Fangio, who spent the morning in a hospital getting a kidney stone removed. Like but, a boss. But I think he pulled it out himself with his hand with, and would just poured alcohol on it, pulled it out, and then sewed it up himself like he was Rambo. Went and found himself a couple of fish hooks and some... 10-pound wire and, and went to work, huh? He challenged the play, and it was the first pass interference challenge of the year, and here's how it shook out. And right off the bat, the new rule comes into effect, so Terry McCauley, away you go. What do you see? Well, Al, let's start right with the process. What they're looking at in replay is their clear and obvious video evidence that the defender did not significantly hinder the receiver those are the key words clear and obvious significantly hinder that's the standard replay is going to use to decide whether to reverse this now we apply it on this play the defender sticks his arm out into the chest and and appears to restrict the receiver i don't believe there's going to be enough to reverse this it's certainly not to me clear and obvious that he did not significantly hinder, which is the standard. Al Riveron, the head of officials, is here tonight. Short look after for Anderson. After the play, the ruling on the field of pass interference stands. Denver's charged with its first timeout. NBC on the call. It sounds like they were listening to the herd in the background. Was looking that- for a take from Colin before <laughs> hey, he headed is, out on what vacation. What does Colin think about this pass interference rule? Uh, so I'm glad we saw it in in the game last night. And I'm glad we saw the specific one we did. Because by and large, you review pass interference, 75% of the calls are going to be very easy. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to see when a guy hooks a guy's arm. You're going to see when he trips somebody. You're going to see when he makes contact with him early. That's going to be easy. For everyone, fans, media, coaches, players who are a little uneasy about it, for the most part, for the vast majority, it will be very simple. It's going to be another play that can be reviewed, but that's just the way it is. These are big plays. These are 40-yard change possession plays. Outside of punts, it's the biggest change possession play we see or biggest possession move we see in the NFL. So it's worth getting it right. So 75% is going to be fine. But plays like this one specifically is going to be where things get really hard because the toughest thing to see on replay is how much is the defensive back impeding the wide receiver's path to the football. This was he's got his hand out on him. Did he have his hand out on him enough? Was it was it was he really holding him back and he wasn't and he, and he couldn't get past to get to the football or was his hand just on him as there's contact between the wide receiver and the DB going up and down the field, and his path to the football really wasn't impeded. The wide receiver slowed down because he knew he couldn't get there, is trying to draw the flag. That's going to be the tough one. This one, you could see his hands out. It's around the shoulder pad on there, but that's going to be the tough one because as this penalty starts to get more attention on it, defensive backs are going to say, okay, this is what I need to do. If I'm going to do that, I can't have my hand all the way around. i got to have it on the shoulder. Maybe I'm pushing him off balance. Maybe I'm doing something a little bit differently. That's going to be the tough one. Is he really impeding the wide receiver's path to the football? Well, we always joke about points of emphasis every year, right, as the officials make their way around training camps and they have their meetings with teams and coaching staffs of what are we going to look at. No, this is it. 
rest of it just kind of falls to the wayside. It's like, how are we going to officiate and adjudicate this? And we've got 64 more preseason games where we'll see 64-plus flags thrown to get as much tape and as many permutations and evaluations of this type of scenario as you can, right? The- I'd throw them on running plays. I, I don't care. We haven't seen. We we got to find out what this is all about. I'm I'm going to throw it here. Let's just see how they respond. Significantly hindered the phraseology that was uttered there, and will become one of our phrases for 2019. And you want to see the consistency of the dialogue, the consistency of the terminology as it's applied, and really try to figure out where the gray areas are going to be, where you can maybe coach to problems. Right for your opponents, right where where the gray spots are for the officials. Remember, because they're not going to call it every time. That's that's the other mm-hmm. thing, right? Is you know, some games are going to be more physical than others. Some you're going to get the ticky tack foul early that sets the tone. Well, it also depends on what style the DB yeah, is going to play. Is it DB that's going to play much more physical? Is a DB that that is going to use his speed to be able to cover the? It's going to be a different. It's going to be a different philosophy every game but that's just it it's going to be that evaluation process of the ebb and flow so you need to at least you know that 64 sample size to really get down to all right how did we review this because you're breaking down tape 24 hours a day get someone on the staff trying to find the advantages and trying to coach them up as best you can especially if you've got young cornerbacks and young guys back there that they're dealing with the whole jump from what college was to the way the NFL looks at these things because it's not a 15-yarder anymore. I mean, we're talking about 40-yard, 50-yard plays that change the complexion of games very quickly. So this is going to be an interesting one to watch, as especially in the early preseason. Right, Most guys aren't going to play in game three anymore. That's the... The the old dress rehearsal's gone out the window, too. We're still getting the understudies there. But at least in the first couple of weeks, as much as you want to go into your game planning and game and down and distance situational football, you also want to do the flag throwing to see exactly how the officials are going to respond because it's a learning curve for them, too. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb. This play is too important. Great idea for the NFL. Vast majority will be fine, but plays like that, that's going to be the tough part. Coming up in 90 seconds, we head to Canton, get all the latest on the NFL, on the pass interference rule, on the big thing coming to Pro Football Hall of Fame weekend next year. That's gaining a lot of headlines. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. It's Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, and Jason Cole. Thank you, Ralph Irvin. The aforementioned Jason Cole, editor-in-chief at Fansided.com, longtime NFL insider. And remember, over the course of this conversation, he is a pro football Hall of Fame voter. He joins us now from Canton. J. Cole, what's happening, dude? I'm not in Canton. I thought you were in Canton. No, I'm not in Canton. Oh, where are you? I'm at home. Oh, I thought you were in Canton. Oh, you could have played along with me then. That's fine. I, I would normally play along, but I'm not going to play along on this one. How are you a Hall of so, Fame voter and not in Canton? I think I might have to call and have your credentials revoked. Because I've been to Canton a lot. Been Friday night in Canton. So you don't, um, you don't have to go? Actually, actually, like, here's what I want to know. Because I was, I was, you know, when, when Frostberg told me this, you guys have a Friday night off in Los Angeles, right? Yes. Yes, we do. Okay, so... So, Harmon, you're going to watch what, like Harold Baines highlights tonight? Could be, could be a big night. Watch, like, 
the best of the Jets, 1980 to 1995. Uh, 82 was a good year. So was 81. The premiere of Descendants. Skip around. Just the fact that you remember yeah. each one of them. Oh, sure. <laughs> Made the playoffs in 81. AFC Championship game in 82. I, I might watch the 2005 World Series. I don't know. 85 was a good year. 85 yeah, Bears. Like, could you count, count the Jets seasons on one hand? How many good ones there have been? No, come on. We had 98. Sanchez, we had Sanchez. 2006. We had 2008, 2009. Certainly oh, no, of no. your lifetime. I need, I, need, I need two hands to count the Jets' good seasons. Okay. So you're going to have a pretty busy year next year because we saw this story. Ralph Irvin just mentioned right. in his update, 20 people getting elected to the Hall of Fame. The class of 20 is going to have 20 people in it. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of guys have been waiting through the um, old-timers process. They're not going to increase the number of guys who go through the normal selection process, but coaches, um, what is it, contributors um, are going to be upped, and the guys who sort of been waiting in the queue on the old-timers, um, and there's a different there's a different expression that they have for that one. I can't remember what it is, but it's basically good guys guys who pass through the system um, without making it the first time from the 40s, 50s, 60s, seven even some guys from the 70s now. Um, so they're, they're going to up that number pretty significantly. But you're still really only going to have the max of five on the normal ballot, which is, I mean that's, I mean that's a really big logjam. Like I had somebody haranguing me today about Zach Thomas and. <laughs> You know, comparing his numbers to Erlacher's numbers, and why isn't Zach Thomas in or had Erlacher and all this kind of stuff? And it's like, but I don't want to get, I don't want to debate Zach Thomas, who I do, I really love as a player, but the process is just really, really hard. So you know, this this is this thing's difficult. Well, and and plus now getting twenty players in, this has to what you're going to waive the period for Mark Sanchez, right? And he goes right in. Well, we 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 had private discussions about that. Okay. Um, certainly, one moment. Actually, yeah, that was was it earlier this week. Somebody posed the question of how many athletes out there are remembered by their worst moment or something that has nothing to do with actually playing. <laughs> Does that make sense? Sure. Or sure. playing certainly playing well. And Sanchez is you know sadly I mean because Sanchez is a really really nice guy. Yeah, I've talked with him many times. He's, he's a very nice guy, um, very very personable. Um, but you know, he's defined by the butt fumble, not the two AFC championship games where he wasn't great either. But he's defined by the butt fumble, like that will forever. And it's sort of like, you know, um, Ernest Biner, kind of like Tanya Harding. Is remembered for one thing that has nothing to do with skating. Okay, that was that was an assault. Okay, that was an assault on another competitor. Mark Sanchez ran into somebody's butt. I mean, let's, I understand. You know, I'm, okay. not, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to equivocate the two. You ju- to except you just did. You just said, you know, Mark Sanchez, no, like I Ernest Biner, Tanya I, Harding. I said that there are people who are remembered. Look, I'm not going to equivocate OJ, but OJ is remembered for something that has nothing to do with with playing football, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds. There, you know, there's a there's an array of people who are remembered for some things that are toxic, and there's some things that are sad. You know, whether it's Bill Buckner, you know, is remembered for something that's pretty sad. Ernest Biner, something sad. Donnie Moore for something tragic. Okay, and again, Mark Sanchez for something that's 
just goofy, right? Yeah, but what, um, wouldn't you want a butt fumble display in Canton? Wouldn't that be better I'd, than just I'd help sponsor here's, here's a bunch of Tony Gonzalez highlights? I mean, really? You guys haven't been to Canton. There's a butt fumble display. There is a butt. What does it look like? Tell me about it. It looks like a butt. <laughs> with a fumble. There it is. He just touched to the heart of the matter right there. Don't forget, pro football, Hall of Fame voter, Jason. He's as I said, be a busy man. No, 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 no. Hall of Fame. The, the problem with that exchange was not at my end, okay? <laughs> it was the setup, okay? So let's just say you walked right into the butt fumble. Yeah. Uh, okay. See, that. Just like Mark Sanchez. It's, it's, it's the radio version of the butt fumble. It is the radio version. Well, no, it's far worse than that, but um, especially on this show. Um, but. He comes on, compares, <laughs> trolls us as he's our guest on the show. That's okay. Hall you of Fame friend of the show. You guys a thousand times. You troll me every single time by going. And remember, <laughs> he is a voter for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Not me. I've Please got nothing but respect. Keep that in mind as you listen to him talk. <laughs> That this was a pretty good impression of you. <laughs> like suddenly we're in Greatest Showman. Hey, I got a job for you, Jason Cole. You're going to be the best person on display next to the bearded lady. <laughs> oh, I'm going to start creating little uh, hey. T-shirt-like ideas with, hey. with our version of that. Yeah, who's uh, who's <laughs> who's holdout ends first? Ezekiel Elliott or Melvin Gordon? <laughs> well, Jerry Jones when he's like, <laughs> I, I, I got to win. Get that Zeke guy in here. Let's go. I'm going to pay him in cowboy bucks, which can't exactly. be used any place in the world except for Valley won't Ranch. Know, but won't know a single er, anything kind of difference about this one. Do you think he'd notice if Steven's on the $50 bill and I pay him in that? Uh, if he does, then I'll, I'll figure out something else. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll put Star back on the $75 bill. That'll work. $75. <laughs> pay him in $2 bills. <laughs> I got new house on the two dollar bills. That's I kind of had to do that. <laughs> Nicely done. Does he have the Does he have the chin Does he have the, the chin strap in or out? Because that was to tell whether he was going to be blocking or whether he was going out for a pass. Remember that one. <laughs> Full breakdown of your Dallas Cowboys as well as the denominations of Jerry Butts. Uh, Jason Cole with us here, the Doug Gottlieb Show. Mike Harmon alongside Jason Smith here today. Mike Gottlieb here. He's going to come running back going, oh, my God, don't let them do this. It's going to say it was brilliant radio. People laughed. They cried. They had an all-around no, rocking good time. people who laugh or cry are us. Jason That's Cole, funny. Pro Football <laughs> Hall of Fame voter. Just remember that. <laughs> I know. So who's, what, what, what ends first, Ezekiel Elliott or Melvin Gordon? Because they're more desperate. I mean, the Chargers um, – the Chargers have, you know, been through these storms before, and they're willing to wait, right? And they, they, if they feel like they're not going to pay, they will not pay. Um, you know, we saw that with Joey Bosa. We've seen it in the past. Um, now, I think they should pay, but they shouldn't pay outrageously for Melvin Gordon. He's a very good player. He's not great. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is a great running back, and they, and Dallas knows they may be talking a good game, but they know in their heart of hearts that their offense runs through him. So they're going to pony up for Zeke. And there's one other little problem that Jerry suffers from a certain amount of Al Davis torment at the end of his life, 
as he's desperately trying to win. And Jerry's is accentuated by the fact that everybody says you can't win. You could never win without Jimmy Johnson. And that hangs over him like a scarlet letter. So he's going to pony up the cash eventually. He always does. You can follow him on Twitter at JasonCole62. That is at JasonCole62. Editor in chief at fansided.com. And voter. Did you get that right, people? Did you hear it? Oh, boy. Hey, who's the guy that would call? Did you notice? I'm not trying to say that there's incompetence involved. I would never imply that. Jay Cole, as always, my friend. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Later, guys. See you, buddy. Jason Cole. Nobody liked Jason Cole. No. Pro football Hall of Fame voter, Jason Cole. Uh, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb. Coming up next, it's the press. And if you ever thought, you know, if I go to a game and do something, maybe a team is going to sign me to a contract even though I'm just a fan. Well, one baseball team has makesly told you that could happen. We'll tell you all about it coming up next, Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon from the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Heard nights here on Fox Sports Radio. In for Doug Gottlieb. Happy Friday. Happy Friday back at you. Day after the opening of the National Football League. How exciting. I just want to go run through a wall. We had I might a... tackle someone in the hallway on the way out. I, I don't think that would end well for you. Oh, I think well, that I'll, would, I'll issue a warning. That would, and no. if they stay in my way. No, I, I don't think human resources would like that. No? What are you, Derek Brooks? What are you, I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, Hall of Famer. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but there are plenty of other headlines, including... You know, if you're a fan, you got a pretty good arm, and you go to a baseball game and you show everybody you can throw 90, you just may get a contract. That's what we got in the press. The press. In sports, a trade can make or break your team. It's no different when it comes to selling or trading in your car. You need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash Offer not available in all areas. Ralph Irvin, what do we have today, my friend? Well, two weeks ago, a pair of brothers tried their luck at the Speed Pitch Challenge at Coors Field. And one of them, that's being Christian Patterson, tweeted out, Hey, guys. My brother just went and threw 96 miles an hour on this radar gun. And the story went viral. And, well, it turns out that 23-year-old Nathan Peter Patterson did sign a contract with the Oakland A's. But there is a little bit of backstory to this. Now, wait a minute. Was it really Nathan Peterman? Because if it was really Nathan Peterman. Patterson. All right. Because, you know, I like that Peterman fella. And it has to do with Oakland. I think that might have been him. No, this is Nathan Patterson. He's kind of growing on me, this Peterman guy. He's going to become a two-sport star. I won't say any good things about Derek Carr, but I'll say a lot of good things about Nathan Peterman. All right. So, Nathan Patterson. Yes. Go ahead. It's this great story of he throws 96 at at a game and the team offers him a contract. Well, it's not quite that clean. It turns out that last August at a Nashville Sounds game, he hit 96 on the radar gun, which surprised him because he hadn't thrown for a few years, and he began training, and he was in contact with the A's back in February. He kept training, was throwing in a men's league to stay fresh, and then, of course, this happened at the Rockies game a couple weeks ago. 
Oh, so this wasn't quite Dennis Quaid with the not with the, oh, with nice. the speed miles per hour. Hey, oh, it was seventy eight, but really ninety eight. Oh, this is a little bit different than that. But that said, it still did start at a Triple A game, and it started in August. So it's kind of built up to this. It didn't just happen in the space of two weeks, though. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to a minor league game. Maybe I'll go to the uh, Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. I'm going to get in that same thing, and I'm going to throw about seventy. Well, what if and we the go- Mets will call me because they need bullpen help, and they go, "Well, you know, we got guys that throw ninety eight, but our bullpen is terrible. How about you come in and help us? You throw seventy miles an hour. I just watch a center fielder uh, close a game. He threw fifty five miles an hour. I could, I could throw seventy. I mean, my fastball would look like it's ninety compared to his. Well, how about we get invited somewhere to to throw out a first pitch, mm-hmm. and instead of going to the plate, you turn around and do a Trevor Bauer. Oh, just throw and it if over. you can oh, get it over the awesome. center field wall, not only are you a legend and it goes viral, but the possibility is, again, you've now done some the Reds will toss. Take you. Yeah, exactly. Maybe <laughs> someone looks at you and says, hey. Patent that idea. Like Someone's going to steal kid. that tonight. Next time Fitty Cent throws out the first pitch, he's going to try to throw it. Well, he would make it over second base. You threw it in the right field. It. Yeah. All right, what's next, Ralph? Well, there was supposed to be a fireworks show following Saturday's MLS match between Montreal and Colorado Rapids, but it was canceled because the Tri-County Health Department, well, they said that a a presence of plague-infected fleas affecting the prairie dog colonies makes it unsafe to launch the fireworks there. In fact, they're also closing all non-asphalt lots around the field at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Plague-infested? Like, 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 we're going back to the 1700s. There, there yes. could be a yeah. plague, like, 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 like in downtown LA. Yes, there is a plague infestation of fleas. Oh, now this is the zombie apocalypse. This is what's going to happen. It's going to come not from people bite. It's going to come from fleas. Patent yes. pending on that idea. Oh, by the way, stadium is bordered to the north by the Rocky Mountain Arsenal National Wildlife Refuge. 330 species of animals, including bison, black-footed ferrets, deers, coyote, blah, 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 and the uh, plague-infested. Yes. All right, this will be the beginning of the movie as we do the story for fun. Then it would fade into the the fleas actually just, you know, causing people to turn into zombies. They've been close to the public since Wednesday, too. So, yeah, filming has begun. Maybe that's the new Area 51. One more, Ralph. Thousands of uh, emails and texts were released uh, by Ohio State University relating to Urban Meyer and Zach Smith. But they did include this email that says, quote, this email shall serve as my letter of interest in the upcoming head coaching vacancy. I am sure that the previous coach will be terminated unless your staff is made up of lizard people. I have a very illustrious career in college football, as my many achievements I can showcase at my inevitable interview. Among the highlights, an impressive 32-1 inline record, online record in Xbox play. There are very few that have understand the option that I do. This from a guy named Chris Tarpley who knew that Urban Meyer was going to be fired and, hey, why not throw my hat into the ring? I'll tell you what, at some point someone's going to get a job coaching a team because they're good at Madden or they're really good at one of those first-person college football games. Well, we just saw a dude it's win $3 happen. million in Fortnite. I'm sure he's being brought in as a consultant for game theory. I like how he threw out you know, lizard people. That that was really my next point. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that really ties together to the plague. That stands out. In fact, I think that's what that I, Ralph wasn't that your cover letter that you wrote when you applied here at Fox? No, it is not. I'm afraid not. No, I th- ten I think tips you- to winning an interview <laughs> and gaining the trust of a hiring body. Unless the staff is made up of lizard people, I'll be working with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Wow! See, and, you know we've got lizard people and the plague and the zombie apocalypse, and you throw ninety, the A's will sign you. Welcome on board. And he'll sign cheap. I'm just glad that A-Story didn't involve the Mets, because I really thought it was going to involve the Mets. Yeah, there's time. For Mike, I'm Jason. This is Fox.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.